How are y'all sexy motherfuckers doing? This episode of Craigcast is brought to you by No Tax. Your taxes simplified. They utilize the best cloud-based tax software in the industry developed by Intuit. Taxes can be completed completely remotely, or you could do business the old-fashioned way, in person. Now, this time of year, it's tax time. If you go onto their website at plattsburghtax.com and click Contact Us for more information, you're going to be put in touch with one of Plattsburgh's best tax professionals, and they do a lot more than tax prepare. They're a CPA. You can visit them on the web at plattsburghtax.com, on Twitter at plattsburghtax, on LinkedIn at knowtax, and on Instagram at knowtax underscore ny. This episode is also brought to you by SIP. Simply put, it's social food made fresh. They put an emphasis on fresh and locally sourced ingredients and have one of the most extensive tap lists in the area. You can even bring the kids, as they have a dedicated play area for them upstairs. Check out Facebook for their weekly specials, at SIP Plattsburgh on social media, or in person at 14 Margaret Street. And finally, they're also brought to you by Rondack Chair and Furniture. Handcrafted with you in mind. If you're sick of buying junk plastic chairs they have to replace year over year, consider a folding Rondack chair. It's made of cedar with a beautiful glossy finish, or maybe it's time to consider a custom piece of furniture made specifically for you. If you'd like to see some of our work, check us out on Facebook at R-O-N-D-A-C-K, Rondack Chair and Furniture, or on Instagram at Mr. Rondack. We want to make you something you'll love forever. Hashtag, gotta get a Rondack. So, on this episode of Craigcast, I'm here with Bullfrog. He is a North Country native and an account executive and on-air talent with... Plattsburgh Rocks 1071 PLA. So, Bullfrog, thank you for joining me here, man. I appreciate it. You're very hospitable. Yeah, I I try and do what I can, man. So... Let's let's start it up. So bring me bring me back to the beginning. What was right. it like being a young tadpole? You got it, but I, tadpole, I like that. That's actually what uh, my son called himself for a while growing up. <laughs> but I want to hear you say hashtag again. Hashtag. I love it. Do, do I say it like? Do I have like a New York hashtag? hashtag. Like it's, I don't know if it's New York or Wichita, Kansas, but it was beautiful. <laughs> I say salsa weird too. <laughs> salsa. Yeah. See. Salsa. <laughs> That's beautiful, man. I think I think you should keep saying it like that, no matter what anybody tells you. I forget, it was in class at Plattsburgh, and the whole class just burst out laughing at me because I said it, and I never, I think I say a lot of stuff weird. Like, yeah. I don't, where, I, where do you get your accent from? Where are you from? I'm originally from downstate New York, so North Rockland, mm-hmm. so a lot of people say, like, Long Island or, like, a city accent because we're, like, 30 minutes away. Okay. And people, I don't know if people notice it as much more here, or I've just met more people, so they don't notice my accent at first, mm-hmm. but... I, I used to get it all the time, and everybody would say Long Island, and that would piss me off, because Long Island is just garbage. I believe that. Nine out of ten people who come from there, fucking scumbags. That's not nice. What if they're listening right now? You're the one out of ten. If you're listening, you're one of the good Long Islanders. Yeah, yeah. just because you're listening, yeah. you're all right. In Long Island, you do have great pizza and bagels, and you guys produce some pretty good bros. I've had a, I've had a good amount of bros from oh, Long yeah. Island. That's, not, that's like contradictory to everything you just said the first few seconds. Sir. Nine out of ten, man. Nine out of ten. That's a horrible number, sir. No, I mean... Can't you give him like seven and a half? I'll give him... Seven and a half or trash. <laughs> Have you ever heard you got to rate something, but you can't use a seven? Is so that true? If you... Like a lot of businesses do that. Like how would you rate them on a scale of 
one to ten, you can't pick seven because seven is such like it's a, a cop out number. Yeah, it's, can you say seven and a half? <laughs> when you say seven, you're not saying that they're good and you're not saying that they're bad. Like right. six is like, oh shit, I'm failing. Right. Eighty is like they're pretty fucking good. So but, yeah, so there's no seven, huh? Yeah. Man, that's it makes perfect sense though. Yeah, it sort of makes you pick a lane for somebody. Like you can't. Right. You're going to say that they're. Very above average, or they sort of, or they're just barely above the shitty. That's right, dude. We're, we're on the same page. All right, next question. All right, so what was it? What was it like growing up a tadpole? No, no, that was the last question. I said next question. Oh, next question. Yeah, well, you got to go back to the same one. I just answered it, didn't I? Almost. No, not at all. Uh, it was it was interesting, man. Um, you know, I was born here in Plattsburgh. You know, so I was born at. What's the name of that hospital? CVPH. CVPH. Yeah, it's on my birth certificate, so I should remember that. But I was born there, and my father was in the Coast Guard. So we went down to uh, Portsmouth, Norfolk, Virginia, Virginia Beach, mm-hmm. you know, that area. Lived in all those seven cities for, you know, a good 25, 26 years. So pretty much like zero to 26, you were down there? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty sure, yeah. Point something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got it, You're man. a big point guy, point seven, yeah. point five. The man. I'm a math guy. I'm a, I'm a nerd, you know. Yeah. But, hey, by the way, do you know who invented the word nerd? Um, it was the Egyptians. It was Dr. Seuss. Now you know. I've heard it in some older texts than I that, I think though. you should look it up. <laughs> I know. I really need Google a young... It. I need a young Jamie. If anybody is listening and wants to be my young Jamie for free... Young Jamie. Who's Jamie. From Joe Rogan. Oh, okay, yeah. That's that. Like, I need to listen to that more so I can, because I do have a respect for that podcast. He's he's really good. He says a lot of things I'm thinking. Yeah, man. He's from. Uh, oh, yeah. Doctor Zeus coined the term. Was it Doctor Zeus? According to the best available evidence I have, he was the first to print it. And if I ran the zoo, however, one year later. Newsweek printed an article in which it describes nerd as a popular slang term. Hmm. I trust him. 1950. Yeah. I wonder what the... Do you think there was a nerd before then? Like, I don't know. Or at least a way to categorize people who were who you think of as a nerd. Yeah, I Geeks, can't... dweebs. Yeah, I wonder... Which one came first? I feel like back <laughs> then it was like more like, oh, that's, a, that's an engineer. Like, he likes numbers. What an idiot. We're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> they call him an idiot for being smart. That's yeah. Right. It's usually how it works. Boys yeah. are, boys are anymore, pretty smart. <laughs> idiots are idiots. Yeah. yeah. So what, what did you do for work when you were down in Virginia? Um, you know, uh, well, growing up, we'll go a little bit before that. You yeah. Want, you want to get into it. Yeah, I want to get. i to get back to my childhood. I want to do a superhero origin story. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I was... A normal, everyday, average kid with a voice of a little girl. <laughs> That's the funny part of the story. Uh, I had the girliest voice ever. Uh, I used to answer the phones. They would think I was my mom. They'd be like, Mrs. Benjamin. And I would get all mad. This is her son. <laughs> and hang up on him and shit. It was great. Uh, I even remember my dad asking me, because I used to sing for a chorus and choir. He's like, why do you sing like a girl? <laughs> That's stuff you don't forget. You know, That's yeah. like for a For a, a young a lad. Yeah, with a masculinity issue, <laughs> you know that hurts. Cut you deep, but uh, you know now who's who's got the voice now. So yeah, that's pretty cool. It worked out that way. Uh, but no, my parents are great people. Uh, they raised us, you know, in churches and and all that. So it helped us stay level-headed and just yeah. be on a love train to appreciate everyone. Um, but I I was in uh, public school until the sixth grade, 
uh, we ended up going to a school in middle school, which was just horrible. You know, it was just overrun with just hoodlums and yeah. assholes. So uh, <laughs> one day I got in a fight. And my parents came to the school. And they're sitting in the office, and some kid comes into the office while they're sitting there. Just DDTs another kid, slams him on his head, right? And walks right out the, the office. Did people see? They all saw. Nobody did shit. My my parents thought they were in the Twilight Zone. They were like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, there's no way our kids are going to My public. boy sounds like a girl. People yeah, are yeah, getting their yeah. head slammed. My, my little boy girl is over there getting did, his... Did you have the deep voice by then? Um, I don't... To be honest with you, it, it's, it just came, and I don't... Do you remember, like... like no, nah, I don't remember. No, like, I'm a man now moment? Like, no. they just dropped. They yeah, just dropped just, a foot right away. People start telling me, man, your voice is deep. And it just progressively got deeper and deeper. Even still, I think. I think I think the favorite pic, the favorite picture that my parents have of me is... <laughs> my mom used to love making scrapbooks, and it was, like, Matt's first shave. Yeah. I was in some time in middle school, and I had, like, a little bit of a grown-out mullet and, like, just the dirtiest little stash ever... And I had a blue flame shirt from J.C. Penny, and I remember my mom. I think we all had that what, that shirt. <laughs> yeah, was it like black on the sleeves? Yeah, black. Yeah, yeah different color yeah, sleeves with like flames up. coming down. Oh yeah, I thought I was cool. Yeah, I had one in uh, red, one in blue. Yeah, yeah. I had that, and um, it's me. First, it's me smiling with the mustache, and then shaving, and then like smiling without it. And I just love that picture. It is so fucking funny. <laughs> I would love to see it. Yeah, I, I should. I'll, I'll get it on the gram. But make sure you post that with this video. Yeah, this uh, audio track. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that for one of the sample clips. Yeah, these uh, people want to see it. Trust it me. was such a gross little mustache. That was the first one with the mustache. It was awesome. Yeah, I believe that. I, my facial hair is always, you know, as soon as it started growing, you know, it started connecting and mm-hmm. you know, decent beard, which is good because I'm bald. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I've got no head. You got nice hair on your head. You I'm jump. gonna, I'm gonna die with a full head of hair. But yeah. I'm, you see how gray I already am? Oh, that's beautiful. I, I think it looks cool. I think everyone's gonna be like, damn, he's mad good at mortgages. Yeah, like, he's got to be good. Yeah. He got grays. I, I don't look at him like a little kid anymore. I do. I respect you and trust you, sir. Exactly. But who they know. Yeah, I'm <laughs> a 26-year-old delinquent. Yeah, he's just gray and early. <laughs> Do you use, like, the opposite of just for men? Yeah, like, just for just for old guys, yeah. just for just for people who have a grandpa fetish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, girl. I, <laughs> I heard you like grays. Well, they call my grandpa Dusty because he went full gray before he was 30 or when he was 30. Okay. So, like, there's a chance. Like, I'm not Oh, even... yeah. I went to school with a, uh, to college with a, a 17-year-old kid, salt and pepper. I was like, I mean, and, you know, he, he rocked it. When you're that young and you got some grades, it's like an anomaly. It's something to talk about. Yeah. You know, it's an instant icebreaker, you know, kind of like my voice. It's You just have a, a topic yeah. that people want to know more about. Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. I don't know, man. Like, just for man, I'm going to put you out of business. Like, salt and pepper is going to be the new hit look. Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, I'm bald, so I don't care. Yeah. Like, it's going to be my beard that's looking all, all salt and pepper-like. But I've seen some nice gray beards. They so. look cool. I'm going to go ahead and rock it. I got orange in my beard, so that yeah. looks pretty cool. I, I try and, I don't know, I grow it out pretty long, and then I trim it down a little just because mm-hmm. the mortgage life. But <laughs> So how you said you're 26, huh? Yeah. Nice. nice. So, so tell me more about growing up down there. What was... Uh, I mean, it was very uh, diverse. It was way more diverse than this area. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it was predominantly, like, especially where I spent most of my years, predominantly black neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I got to meet. All kinds of people in yeah. every walk of life, every every different uh, monetary level, you yeah, know, income level. But uh, you know, I, I enjoyed myself. I got to learn and meet and be a part of a whole bunch of different cultures, and everyone accepted me, and it was it was a lot of fun. 
So that helped me be more understanding when I came up here. When I moved up here, <laughs> I'm going to skip ahead a little bit, but mm-hmm. we'll go back. But when I moved up here, it was a weird feeling because I was uncomfortable with all how many white people were surrounding me. Yeah. It was crazy. It was like a culture shock. Even I'm a, even though I'm one of the whitest people you'll ever meet, I'm extremely white. But it messed me up. I was like, whoa, what's going on? It was a very uncomfortable feeling. It's, yeah. it's crazy. I just, you know, I like to bring that up because it just blew my mind how, how I felt. Yeah, it's just the opposite of what someone who, let's say, comes up to here from Plattsburgh and they're, right. and they're from down a, there. Like, yeah. Yeah, if anybody comes down there, it's going to be a little bit different. But the biggest difference is they won't be around their people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll be, and that's a big culture shock, trust me. Yeah, like I, I grew up in a, I don't know if it was predominantly, but just about 50-50, like, Hispanic yeah. area. That's and like, like They're all good numbers, but you need some ethnic, like, diversity. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, they have differences of humor. Mm-hmm. I got to learn how to freestyle. Oh, like, man. Just, you done that on the mic yet? Not not officially, no. Mm-hmm. I used to I used to tear it down. It was easy at Plattsburgh, though, because it was, it was at a frat party with a bunch of white kids, so you yeah. didn't have too much competition, but... <laughs> <laughs> No competition at all. Bunch yeah. of white kids around trying to rap. Yeah, me and my buddy, the whole the whole four hour ride down from Plattsburgh, would put on instrumental tracks and just like rap the entire time. I've done that a few times. I hopped in a bunch of ciphers. I used to beatbox. You know, I was I was around like, like rap music was my my shit. Yeah, you know, I enjoyed rap, R and B. You know, rhythm, just soul, soul music. I like that stuff. I like the feeling of it. But uh, but yeah, I'm into all kinds of music. Did you did you see the um like what what era of rap were you? I was did like you come up. In? I mean, come on. I mean, like the beginning. I was. I've been around for a while. Yeah. I, I, do you know how old I am? You didn't even ask me, did you? Didn't even ask you. Get it together. Thirty two. Thirty six. Just turned thirty six. Nice. Yeah. So now you know. So I mean, I've been around. Uh, I, my I love. Of course, you can't go anywhere without Biggie and Pac. But um, I don't like I was, Pac that much, man. I like Biggie really? a lot better. Yeah, he's side. Yeah, <laughs> Pac's still running around alive somewhere. You he's know? in uh no, he's not. He's not a Caribbean island. He's in Brazil, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Everybody knows that. Yeah, everybody knows that. But I, I was really big into uh, like Nas and and uh, you know I, I got into when <laughs> that's like one of my favorite rappers was Nas. Um, Jay Z was hot back in the day. He's still hot. He's still he, he really is. I mean, but like literally. he was. Yeah, he was like that was that was when they were hungry back then, man. Oh yeah, that's the thing. That's I feel like all rappers get shitty when they're not hungry. Like, yeah. I used to love Little Wayne, and when he put out like Lollipop, like I just haven't listened to a song since. <laughs> I was just like, you gave up, man. Like yeah. drugs are bad. What made me like Lil Wayne again was when he did Green and Yellow instead of Black and Yellow. He oh really? Next to it, called Green and Yellow. I haven't heard that yet. It's a Packers shout out. Yeah, song. fucking beautiful. Yeah, I, man. I, 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 he got my respect back. Probably my favorite rapper is Jada. Not probably a hundred percent my Jada favorite. Jada Kiss is your yeah. favorite rapper. Oh yeah, man. Really, dude. Jada Kiss puts down such hard bars on some songs. Yeah, I would have thought you would have said Mace. You look like a Mace fan. I don't even know who that is. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. You have to Google that later. Yeah, I'll put that in. I'll put that in the show notes. He rolled with Puff Daddy a lot. Ah. P Diddy. Yeah. My, my boy, my boy P did. P Dids. So he used to be. A poker dealer. Yeah, man. Well, so I've done so many different jobs. You know what I mean? My first job, Pizza Hut. You know, and from that, I became a, I believe, a, a electric, a electric apprentice for uh, an apprentice for an electric company. Man, I can't even talk now. It must be this <laughs> bourbon. Yeah. Jeez. But uh, yeah. So I, I did that for a while. Um, 
I got a job working at an oil refinery where I was an operator on an oil refinery. What was like, what an oil refinery, is that like, so that's like coming out of the ground, you're, you're uh, doing yeah, so, it? Or uh, they that... would send us crude oil, right? And we would refine the crude oil in different different sections of the plant. Um, you know, but that company was always sold, like Amoco, it was Amoco, it was BP, it was Western. Yeah. But uh, they ended up selling it out again and they ended up uh, basically laying everybody off. I've been laid off more than, like, anybody I've ever known. Well, for more businesses, I should say. Yeah. Um, like, I'm, I'm almost like, you don't want to hire me because yeah, you guys yeah. are going to be laying everybody the off. The Black too. Plague. Yeah, that's what I feel like sometimes. <laughs> the Plague of Frog. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's getting laid off when I come in. But, yeah, so I did that for a while. Um, you know, uh, I got into, I was homeschooled. I didn't get to that part yet. Yeah, let's let, we'll jump back. Sixth you are, grade, you are just having me travel all over. I know, I like it. I know. Sixth grade head slam. Next, yeah, head next slam. Move. Bam, homeschooled. Right. So, like, uh, so my parents took us all out of school. My dad's still, you know, working all the time. My mom's there to raise us by herself, doing a damn good job. Thanks. You're welcome, mom, and thank you, mom. <laughs> Got to give her a shout out because I didn't tell everybody that she helped with. Uh, the whole homeschooling thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she did. She was a good help. But, I mean, when it when it came to everything else, she was busy. Like, the house was always good. She was picking up after three people, you know. And But they bought us books. I would read the books, you know. And my mom would be there to help. But I would re- do a lot of reading and helping out my brother and sister. They would always come to me with questions. You were oldest? Yeah, I was the oldest. Uh, my brother's 11 months younger than me. My sister's 12 months younger than him. So we're like. They were like, let's, let's get it Let's over. have another baby. Let's go. And my sister's name's Tomasa. My brother's name's Zachary. So. Decent names, you yeah. know what I mean? I like my name. I'm a classic Bible name. Yeah. You haven't said my real name yet. I haven't. Did, did we should, we let, should we let the yeah, audience yeah, know? That's fine. That, my real name is Jeremiah, and that's where I get the uh, nickname from. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Joy to the World by Three Dog Night, if you want to listen to it. So when, how old were you in that first, like, when did bullfrog happen? When did I become bullfrog? Okay, so uh, I, I cooked at a lot of places um, growing growing up. One of the places I was at, I think I was 16 years old, um, it was called Jillian's, okay? Now, what Jillian's is, it, it's like Dave and Buster's, but on steroids, and, and meant to be very classy. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, no no shit. Like, it's got three nightclubs in it. It's got a pool room, a hibachi, a sports bar, a huge arcade with adult games. You know what I mean? These things, they're not made for kids. Yeah. Uh, was there still prizes? Oh yeah, yeah. Like um, <laughs> the big ones, like like PlayStation fours and TVs and like cool shit for adults. But uh, but anyway, I was a line cook there. All right, and and I actually got to cook for famous people there because that place was in Norfolk, and uh, it was uh, Missy Elliott and Timberland came in there mm-hmm. and shut the whole place down and had a big thing there. So we got to cook for them and play ski ball, and it was pretty cool. But anyway, back to what I was saying. There was a guy that worked there. Uh, I respected him. A cool black dude. I uh, wish I could remember his name. It was like two decades, like you know what I mean, two yeah. decades ago. But uh, he, he's just walking by me. And at this point, I've heard this song my whole life. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. And I hate it. Hated it. Uh, but then this guy walks by me. He's just trying to get by me and says, excuse me, bullfrog. First time I ever heard somebody use that name at me. And dude, it blew my mind. I stood there in shock for like a few seconds. I'm like, that's my name now. This dude just you gave just me my changed name. my life. He did. Little does he know. Like, I don't know. Like, if he ever hears anything from me, you know what I mean? Maybe he'll hear that and be like, that was me, motherfucker. I, yeah. I did that. You're welcome. 
you know, you own, own some story rights. Yeah, but I worked with a cool dude named Chop. Like, he was the headline cook, big, big black guy, cool as shit, always putting out the food when it needed to happen. Like, these guys taught me how to be on a real Dude, line. Kitchen's a hustle, man. It is a real hustle. They are the least appreciated part of the restaurant business in the Probably. moment. Like, waiter, I was a waiter. We were, we were fucking lazy. We didn't have to do anything. Yeah, and if you fucked up, you could blame it on the kitchen. Exactly. I never did that. Whenever, That's good. Yeah, because it's... I don't know. People, you gotta you gotta take there's ownership. A, there's a lot of people that do. Yeah, but you know, waiters and waitresses they don't get a lot of respect either. Nobody respects people in the service industry like they should. I give know? so much love to waiters. Well, I don't. Waiters. I shouldn't say nobody. I mean, yeah. most people. Like don't. nine out of t- the nine out of ten, the Long Island yeah. rule. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so one of my jobs I got because uh, because being homeschooled, I didn't have a lot of connections with people. I, I was homeschooled. You know how are you gonna make friends? So I would go to the end of my street and play hockey by myself, right? All of a sudden, this little kid comes outside. He's probably like six years younger than me. He comes out with his skates on and a hockey stick. He's like, can I play with you? You know, this is Virginia. Like, hockey's cool up here. Everybody's doing it up here. Down in Virginia, nobody's doing that. Yeah. Shit. So I'm like, yeah, come on, man. And uh, we, like, we played and hung out, like, over the years. I got to know his family. His mom was like a mom to me. It was cool as shit. And uh, he, his grandma ended up uh, running a bingo hall. Okay, so I got into bingo, started, uh, you know, selling packs, and eventually they put me on stage to call bingo. What's selling packs? Selling, like, the bingo packs oh, the bingo. Oh. dobbers and all that stuff. Uh, but they wanted me to do the calling, so I started getting up there. I was nervous as shit, dude, shaking. You know what I mean? All these people are looking at me, you know? All these, they're not just old people. You're peers, you know? There's, mm-hmm. like, 300 people. You're on stage, and everything relies on the next ball you pull, whether they win and don't lose their <laughs> their rent money. Yeah. Because they're crazy. They'll bring in their rent checks. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so that, I think, was a big deal on how I became able to uh, speak publicly. Mm-hmm. You know, like, when we did the whole 10K thing, giveaway, that wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. But, um, and then from, I'm getting to the poker nah, thing. No, you're, you're this good, is man. the longest ass story nah. to we- get to where we're at. But, so from bingo... All right, this uh, one city in Virginia, Portsmouth, where I was mainly raised. Uh, it's high high crime rate area, not good, <laughs> but but go visit sometime, check it out. <laughs> but uh, but poker was actually legal there, and we started it up in uh, poker hall. Excuse me, bingo halls. We started poker there, just running like little yeah, tournaments Thursday and night stuff. Poker league or something. And then we started being able to charge you know money and, and give out prizes and, and things like that. And uh, it became so popular that they actually uh, made a law where you can only use uh, certain poker games that have uh, a community cards, basically describing uh, Texas Hold'em and Omaha, the same yeah. rules where everybody shares the community and all that. So we had a loophole, and they let us run it. We were given to charities. We were given to Salvation Army, March of Dimes, uh, the FOP. Police officers were our security at these games. Like... We went from bingo halls to our own standalone places, running these big tournaments and giving away thousands. Did you make, did they like build a building or you just go to? We went to an old, uh, like a building that was widely known in the community, not used at all. It was called The Circle. It was an old restaurant with an old theme, you know, like yeah. 60s, you know, that nobody was using anymore. So we took over that building, opened up the little kitchen in there, put poker rooms everywhere and just had a blast running tournaments, running cash tables, you know. So much money flying around there. I was making like two thousand a week in cash, you know. 
That's good. Good yeah, money I mean, to make, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can't talk about it because of tax purposes. But yeah. <laughs> seven years you're that good. never happened. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, this was way longer than that. No, you're I'm fine, good man. Now. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, this was this was a while back. But uh, but yeah, man. I mean, you know, dealing like I dealt a jackpot one time. I, I remember telling you about it. So uh, somebody had two, three of hearts in their hand. Somebody had seven, eight of hearts, and four, five, and six of hearts came out on the board, right? And both their cards played and everything. They won. They won uh, about seventeen thousand split amongst the table. The person that lost the hand won ten grand, and they gave me a thousand dollars right there. And then the rest of the table. Wait, if it was seventeen grand, how did the loser get ten grand? Because it was a, called a bad beat jackpot. They had they had a straight flush, and they lost. Okay, so it's a bad beat. So the loser of the hand wins the ten k. The winner of the hand wins about three or four k. That sucks. And then the whatever's in the pot, which was a substantial amount of money, you know. So that's I mean? just like an international hold'em law. Like if you get it's a bad beat jackpot. If you look up bad beat jackpots, it's pretty standard. Both your hold cards have to play. All right, so they, both the cards in the hand have mm-hmm. to play um, on in both people, and somebody's got to lose, and it's got to be like aces full of usually aces full of jacks or aces full of kings are better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean to make it qualify. Counting cards is blackjack, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't count cards in poker because people are shuffling every hand. You know. Is there any like? Do people cheat in poker? Is there a way to cheat? Like, oh, I mean, they'll they'll bring help in. People can you know stand behind other people and you know give signals. Um, there are always cues and collusion. You got to watch out for. That's one of the things I had to do as a dealer. I've caught a few people. I made them get the hell out, dude. Like, what do you like? What are what would you look for at a poker table? Uh, I'm looking. You know, I'm looking for. My legs are long. I'll make sure I don't feel any, like, kicking across the table. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I'm looking for gestures where people look at each other's eyes. Because I'm staring at everyone as we go and trying to keep in mind how much is in the pot, whose turn it is. Like, what are the hands that could possibly happen so I know who to push the pot to? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you got to keep so many things in order. And especially if you have, like, a five all-ins and all the chip counts are different you got to know who gets what and what beats what it gets really confusing yeah there's probably a lot like a lot of behind the scenes stuff where yeah. it's a, probably a pretty you know you gotta you gotta be on your toes during it yeah and it was crazy because i i didn't know much about poker until i started dealing it so you know i, I wasn't great when i first started but it, I, I got decent enough yeah yeah what would you you say you just kick someone out if they're counting cards it was no no not counting cards. i mean not counting cards yeah, but, but cheating. if i if i see them cheating if i can prove it like i'm gonna wait till i can prove it you know what i mean yeah but if I see it happen a few times, I'm going to call them out on it. And, and uh, You didn't take them down to the basement? and No, no, no. It wasn't nothing like that. There was cops there. You know what I mean? Cops were our security. Like, I would be dealing poker, right? And I always have my pistol with me because in Virginia. Yeah, in Virginia. Probably everybody had a pistol oh, with them, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'd be dealing cards. There'd be a police officer outside cleaning out my gun for me. You know what I mean? While I'm dealing. Yeah. Like, I was real tight with the cops down there. It's... You know? I got along with everybody. I knew the people selling you know, selling all kinds of whatever. Yeah. And then I knew the cops as well. And, and neither one of them expected, you know, they knew. You to be buddies with the other side. No, no, no. They they all knew that. I don't hide that. You know what I mean? I love cops. The good ones. You know, there's a lot of shit out there. But, you know, I, most of the cops I've met personally and got to know, good people. You know? But there are a lot of shit out there that's messing everything up right now. So Yeah, I mean, I was lucky to grow up in a place where the cops weren't, you know, it wasn't. Super high stress. It was mostly mm-hmm. speeding tickets, getting getting people who are drinking and driving. I mean, yeah. I'm sure in a in a community where gun violence is more prevalent, mm-hmm. or in where violence in general is more prevalent, it's it's probably a much more stressful job, and you got to sort of be 
be on your toes much more. And oh yeah, for sure. From what it sounds like, sort of where that area. Oh yeah, definitely. You can you can check it out. Look it up. Portsmouth, <laughs> Virginia. We call it P Town. P Town. P Town. Yeah, I mean that's that's what you do. I've heard Plattsburgh called P Town before. P Berg. The Dirty Berg. Dirty Berg. So where? How did how did you land here? What what was the journey from there? Um, so I I mean I had I was married. You know, I had a kid. It had a beautiful house. I'm talking about it had five, six bedrooms, huge bedrooms, three full bathrooms, a sunroom, a den. I grew up in this house. I helped my parents build it. My, it was my parents' house. I ended up buying from them. That's awesome. Yeah, so I grew up in this thing. Uh, me and my wife bought it, and, uh, you know, everything went downhill when other places, other cities started coming into Portsmouth and opening up poker rooms. So they would come down there and open up a poker room. People from Jersey come down there because they know it's legal. So it, they tried to saturate everything, and, and they succeeded, and they were just there long enough for them to be like, nope, we're shutting it down. It's yeah, too much. Just fuck everything up. Yeah, so there goes my, you know, eight grand plus a month, you know what I mean, gone. There goes my ability to pay for my house, you know, that messed up, that strained the relationship that I had with my wife. Plus... You know, I was a dumb kid back then also, you know. I was 18, 19 when I owned my first house. I can't remember. Maybe even, yeah, it was between 18 and 20. But, yeah, I mean, then you lost everything, and I decided to, my family was up here. Let me go ahead and try to figure out how to start over. Yeah. yeah. How long was, how long did that run? Like, was it like two years and everything got messed up? Or yeah, something? yeah, like, like it lasted a while. Everything was decent, you know what I mean? Um, having Having a lot of fun. Living the what everybody said is what life is supposed to be the nice house the the wife kid everything I had whatever I needed you know and plenty of money to spend on whatever I wanted but it was all gone and instantly so it was definitely a, a, a shock to the system <laughs> you know it's hard to bounce back from that yeah I mean if you get if you get everything that you wanted at a young age and not not that you didn't work for it but it's you not might like, not have appreciated it yeah much, yeah like right? poker it seems like. I would consider that like a fun a fun way to earn a living. Like you're mm-hmm. hanging out with people, you're yep. building a rapport. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like you worked for because yeah. I mean I've since done quite a lot of backbreaking stuff, mm-hmm. and I, I think I would have appreciated it more. Especially you know after having lost everything you've had, you're going to appreciate everything a little bit more, no doubt. And then you decided to most of your family was up back here in Plattsburgh. Yep. So I decided just to come up and uh, see if I could start over. You know what I mean? Uh, you know. Stay with my parents again for a little while. Try to try to figure something out up here. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's what I ended up doing. And uh, it, it, it's working out so far. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I keep getting a lot of opportunities because, you know, I, I believe in God and he's hooking me up. And <laughs> I don't feel like I deserve it, but it's good stuff. No, nah, man, you deserve I'll, it. God, I'll take it. He has a plan for all of us, man. Yeah, true that. True that. Like, my dad just beat cancer and, like... Congrats, man. Yeah, I'm pumped. That's fucking great. Well, he, he mostly... He, he got... He had stage four brain and lung cancer, and then he got cleared about a month ago, and mm. then literally two weeks ago, like, a tumor came back, Ooh. but it was just a, a like, a fluid-filled sack in his okay. brain, so he just... It looked he, like a tumor. Yeah, they went and they Not operated on Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. But, yeah, man, I mean, I think, like, when we were younger, when I went to church, like... Every week, some old lady would get up and say, oh, you know, Joey is sick. Can everyone say their prayers? And, like, my mom would be like, tonight, you guys better say your prayers for, like, what's your name? And in, in church, we would say it, too. And, like, I don't know. I think I think Earth is 
Earth is a little too perfect to be a coincidence. <coughs> like, On the same way. Dude. Yeah, it, it seems like, like it could have been designed. Even and, even scientists now are, are leaning more towards creationism because of how perfect everything is, the way it works. You know what I mean? It's like, you believe what you want. I'm not here to change your mind. You know what I mean? There's a lot of other people here for that. If somebody wants to talk to me about it, fine. But uh, I'm going to keep living the, <laughs> the best life I can. Just be good to everybody and follow what I know, you know, what I think Jesus would want me to do. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the a lot of the stuff that happened in some of the church system, like I don't I don't exactly love like the the T evangelicals, like oh, like, dude, yeah. like those kind of preachers. But I think like small, like we were in a Methodist church, we had like an awesome choir. Like mm-hmm. my sister became a great or she was a great singer, but like learning from them, like it was it was a great time. Yeah. And I'm thinking about going back to church pretty soon. Well, I, I don't doubt it. Like I've, I've been talking about it too. It needs to happen. You got to recharge your batteries every once in a while. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I have no problem with not going to church. You know, people that don't go, mm-hmm. just, you know, just believe what you want, but get some, get some answers for yourself. Yeah. You know, like I, I've had some strong talks with God. I felt pretty good a few times. Like I never thought I would do that. Like have that feeling over me, but I mean, I was able to do get that. So that was a pretty cool feeling, you know what I mean? It brought some validity for me. But before that, I was like, you know, why isn't it? Why can't I have that? You know what I mean? Why can't I get that feeling to all these people around me? Mm-hmm. I believe I'm, you know, what's what's happening? So you know, one day it did. I was high as hell, you know, when it happened. But I was able to have some strong conversations when mm-hmm. I smoked with God. You know what I mean? And it was, I could tell he was talking back to me. I could feel it. Yeah, it was crazy. But it was a good experience, man. Thanks for talking about God with me. That was nice. I got you, man. Yeah. So you went to you went to a Baptist church when you were younger. Uh, we went to a lot of a lot of different churches: Baptist, Pentecostal. You know what I mean? With all, we ultimately ended up going to a uh, church in Plymouth, North Carolina. We, they call it non-denominational, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were literally the only white people in the church. You know, it was it was really cool. It was neat to experience. This is coming straight from being Catholic. Mm-hmm. To kneeling, sitting, standing, they give kneeling. you a workout at church. Yeah, dude, they do, man. <laughs> they Never do. seen a fat altar boy there. Boy, up and yeah. down all day. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was an acolyte, an altar boy. Yeah, my grandfather is the deacon in the church in uh, Lion Mountain. Yeah, what's it? What does deacon mean? Uh, you know, I wish I knew better, so I didn't sound like a fool for bringing it up. You know, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's you know just the priest right hand man, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it seems to be the, the general the manager. Yeah, I yeah. should know. I mean, it's my grandfather, but you know, we got we got out of the Catholic Church when I was young, um, and started going to places where you can actually have a good, you know, good feeling, a good word, you know, something that builds you up and makes you think. And that was the type of church I wanted to. Something that actually felt good instead of an obligation ceremony. Yeah, you know. But I don't like to, you know, bash anybody. You believe what you want believe how you want do your thing man um just let me do mine <laughs> don't fuck with me yeah i mean if you love going to catholic church go every week if you yeah. want to go to non-denominational like yeah i think the biggest thing that's a problem now is just because somebody either has a different way of doing something or a different point of view right they're wrong versus like that's cool like if you if you think that's the way you should go like awesome as yeah. long as as long as you don't don't affect me none. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm like, yeah. Like, if I change your mind and you believe what I believe in, in my opinion, that's great because of how strongly I believe. I think that's great. You know what I mean? I think it's a great thing. If you don't believe in my opinion, just you know, keep it, keep it to yourself. Like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> you know, you're not gonna make me change my mind. So don't try. I'd appreciate that. Yeah. You know, that's all I ask. 
I like that, man. So yeah. then when you, how old were you when you moved back up to Plattsburgh? Um, it was probably, I think it was eight years ago, nine, almost nine years ago now. Yeah. So I was uh, 14. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Don't do the math. Yeah. Don't, don't do the math. Uh, no, I was in my 20s. Uh, I was, I'm 36 now, so mm-hmm. 28. Did you get to travel with any of the jobs you had up here? Yeah, yeah. The uh, The last job I had before becoming a... <coughs> you all right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the last job I had before becoming an on-air DJ for 107.1 WPLA, Plattsburgh Rocks, uh, was I was a... I built and relocated flight simulators. I was a fitter. Uh, so we would go and travel all over the U.S. to wherever company, Boeing, Delta... Uh, the military, whoever needed a flight simulator transported from mm-hmm. one state to another, if they sold it, if they're going to a different facility, uh, or if they're just getting a new one installed. Any kind of flight simulator, any, any simulator in general, basically, is what we did. But I focused on flight simulators. And it was fun, man. I got to travel all over. I got to see more things than I have in quite some time. Went to Lithuania, you know, the the homeland of my ancestors, I guess. What was that like there? Like, was it? It was beautiful. English-speaking I mean, country. Uh, yeah, like just about. Like, from what I've heard from most people, just about every country is going to be able to speak. Somebody speaks English, you know. Like the a majority of all. As long as you're in a tourist area, even yeah. most areas, it's. Yeah, yeah, you're going to get the English, <coughs> and you know it is what it is. They 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 treated me pretty well. You know, I had a lot of fun. Nice. I mean, I went out pretty often. Then I'm, you know, on the weekends when we didn't have to work. Was the dollar good over there? Uh, yeah, the dollar was actually pretty decent. Um, it was better than the Canadian dollar. Yeah. yeah, they didn't get as much get as much, much back bang as for their did. buck. Yeah, yeah, they would get like sixty for a hundred when I would get eighty. You know, yeah. I mean, it, our money wasn't great over there, but it was good enough because the prices weren't crazy. Yeah, I remember when I went to Budapest, it was like it was like dirt cheap. Like a beer was like a dollar fifty. Like I remember me and my buddy had like a nice sit down meal. We drank, we got appetizers, entrees, dessert, we're drinking the whole time, and it literally came out to, like, 36 bucks. Like, mm-hmm. it's awesome. If you figure out, like, it changes all the time, but whatever country the dollar is killing, mm-hmm. or they just have, you know, not as advanced of an economy, like, like, a bunch of my friends go to Thailand, and, like, you could just live like a king over there for pretty yeah. cheap. I've never had that kind of money. I can't just travel the world. But it was nice it's to be able to It's 348 bucks to... Fly to Ireland, man. Really? Yeah. That it's sounds cheap. great. Dude, Let's it's go. cheap. That's the cheapest place to fly into in Europe. To Ireland. And then it's super cheap to get around Europe. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, you know, Europe is it's a nice place. They got such a good system of, like, such a connected system over there, and it's so easy to, I mean, I guess Europe, it's almost like, like the U.S., like, every state is so different. You can go from New York to the mountains of North Carolina and Texas and feel like you're in three different countries, mm-hmm. so... You could. I, I took a sixteen dollar flight when I was there, or a sixteen euro flight. What? Like, yeah, I got from Barcelona to uh, Mallorca, and it was literally just like a fifteen minute flight. And you've done a lot of traveling, man. What are you traveling for? When I was in college, I studied abroad in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And if any people are listening right now, and you you know if you're in college or you got younger brothers or sisters who are in college, especially business majors, mm-hmm. University of Ireland Galway. It's such a great program. It was so easy. Class was two hours a week. Mm-hmm. Attendance per class. Attendance wasn't mandatory. They would put everything online. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't sound like it has the makings of a good school. Yeah. It has the makings of a school if you just want a fucking degree. No, they would, 
they, did you learn anything in yeah, that they little treat, bit? Did they you treat show you like, up? Yeah, you for went? some of them. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel like showing up every day. Yeah. No, they treat you like an adult. And, like, if you if you want to learn stuff on your own time, like, you could do it. But it was, I had only class, I think, like, Monday to Thursday. You have a six-week spring break. Mm-hmm. And there's a two-week break during there, too. And, like, you can you can go anywhere. You, like, there's it's so easy to get around there. Yeah. Like, we did... On 420, we went to Amsterdam, we went to Paris, <laughs> we went to jerk. Budapest. <laughs> 420 in Amsterdam. It was a good time. I just, you know, sat down, read a lot, played a lot of crossword puzzles, that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I did in, uh, like, every city I went to, uh, Detroit, uh, dude, <laughs> I said one city, Detroit, Phoenix, um, fucking, where else did I go? All over, man. It was crazy. Like, uh, Michigan was, was real nice. Ypsilanti was nice. Met some cool people down there. You know, make, met a girl over there. She was a sweetheart, but of course things won't work out when it's long distance. Like, with that job, that's one of the things I was worried about, because where are you going to have a time for a girlfriend when you're gone? You never know when you're going to come back. You never know when you're going to leave. It was yeah. crazy, man. No time for love. Uh, I, don't, I don't have time for it now either, so stop trying. <laughs> hey, it's busy on the air. you got to kick my other studio. I was talking to you. I don't oh. mind if they try. Yeah, you stop <laughs> trying. Uh, but, yeah, so, sorry. I went off on a tangent no, for good, no man. reason at all. Other than to tell you that I played disc golf in every city I went to. I traveled all around Ireland on the Frisbee team, on the Ultimate Frisbee Did team. Did you? Yeah. We had a really good Ultimate Frisbee team. It wasn't affiliated with my high school, but mm. it was it was MILF. Man, I love Frisbee. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And we used to all wear, they banned MILF shirts at the school because we would always, like, we would just be like, oh, we're so cool wearing our MILF shirts. Like, right. every Sunday, it was set up super official. Somebody kept stats. There was, like... All that stuff and all tournament style. And it went for a while. There was, like, championships at the end and awards and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then and it was, like, people were hanging out. They were drinking beers. It was more like um, like a laid-back vibe. And I went to Ireland, and it was, like, we were there was practice once or twice a week. The Frisbee was more official than the school. Yeah, like, they took that shit serious. You ran drills. We had indoor practice time, and we got to go all over to, like, ultimate Frisbee tournaments. And, like, there's there's a team at Plattsburgh at the, at the school, and all colleges and stuff have it now. It's pretty big. What's the goal of ultimate Frisbee? Like, Have fun with your friends. That's it? No, it's I think it's like, it's like football with Frisbee. Okay. Yeah, so it's like you would go... There's a scoring. I don't even remember the scoring system all, but it's pretty much the same as football. There's instead of a kickoff, there's a throw off, and then okay. you can't run with the frisbee. You catch it and throw it to someone else. Huh? Yeah, man, it's a good time. I would definitely start playing ultimate up here. Yeah. Again. Do you ever get into disc golf? You ever play that? I want to. I feel like I don't want to brag, but I feel like I would be nice. I believe that I could learn from you. You know what I mean? I, I was I got pretty decent before the snow came. Yeah. Know? This is my first year playing it, and I brought some friends. They got hooked. You know what I mean? So I can huck it, man. I could I could hammer a frisbee like most of like yeah. the football field. These are these are discs. They're, they're little, not frisbees. They're little baby frisbees, right? Yeah, they're like smaller. They're all made differently. You got drivers, you got putters, you got mid range. You know, based on how they're made is how they're going to react and how you throw them. I mean, it's pretty. You know, you there's get a, accurate with where, it. There's a course in Katyville and one in that's uh, Katyville is the one I like. And I think there's one in Allstable, right? There is. What I've heard about that one though is uh, from. Guys have been playing way longer, way better than me. Is that for that one you want to just do the first nine holes twice? The back nine's garbage, is what they said. I don't know personally. Why. It's probably mid overgrown. I don't know. They do a good job in Katyville taking a care of that one though. And is it full eighteen holes? Yeah. How long does it take to play around if you're with four people? 
I don't know. I, mean, I usually only went with two or three. Oh, and, two or three. And we're usually, you know, yeah, coughing and, and drinking. <laughs> yeah, it's not a rush to get it done. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we're not, like, super fast at it. Uh, one time we played really late, you know, so we were racing against the darkness. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, man, it's it's just a fun game. It's, like, fun to bring with your friends. You get good, you get talented at it a little bit, you throw something perfect. Then you got your throws where you throw it over the highway. It's just <laughs> and, like golf, man. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. Except when you lose your ball here, you're also losing your club. Oh, I guess, yeah, that makes it a little bit a little bit bigger yeah. of a what you call it. And it's crazy how easily you can lose a frisbee. How expensive are they? Yeah, they range I've seen them cheap. between six and twenty. Yeah, so I mean you lose a few, like, when I lose, I don't have any nice golf balls because I lose them all the time. Yeah. Like, I've only played, like, three rounds this yeah. year where I didn't lose any, but you lose a Pro V1, they're going to be pissed. Yep. You definitely want to get the, like, the outrageous colors, the light greens, the pinks, but, mm-hmm. you know, you use something like orange, you're going to get lost in the leaves, or... I would get a glow in the dark and then come back at night. There you go. That's a good idea. I'm going to spray paint. I'll sell that disc golf spray paint. Pat- <laughs> patented. Patented. Glow in the dark disc golf spray yeah. paint. It doesn't really work well if it's in a tree somewhere. Like, you lose them in trees all the time. I'm not climbing a tree. Do I look like I'm going to climb a tree? Shoot it out. Yeah, yeah. I usually throw, like, a stick or a big log at it. So now, how did you get involved with the radio station? So, uh, right when I got done, I I decided to part ways with uh, the simulation company I was working for. Um, But my whole life growing up, like, since my voice became what it was, Everyone, every single person, random people, just hear me talking would turn around and say, you need to be on the radio. What are you doing? You know? So I was like, you know, that would be nice. I just would love a shot at it. You know? I don't know how to do that type of stuff. I was young. had so many other things going on where I can't think about it. But uh, my buddy, I, I got done. I came back here. My buddy Rick, which is also the guy that got me the first job in sales when I first moved to New York, uh, he called me up and was like, hey, we're looking for a uh, account executive to do, be, do the advertising, sell here, and do stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll come, you know, check it out and see what happens. Uh, so I sit down with uh, Rick and Ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ish is the guy, Aaron. He's the guy that owns the station. Uh, three different stations, by the way. A&J Radio, okay, is the name of the company. So A&J Radio owns 107.1 WPLA. It owns 97.9 The Moose and 103.7 WPLB. What is the last 103.7? WPLB, yeah. What does that play? Uh, that's uh, mid-century radio. Uh, you'll hear a lot of older you know, stuff people like. I mean, they, they're, it's decent music. All three genres reach you know different demographics. Mm-hmm. The Moose, of course, is country. You said you the like The Moose that. is my... Shout out to the Moose. Shout out to Herman, Real Moose Country. Yeah, Herman. Dude, I listen. that's the only radio station. I, I go to that and then... I think 97.5 is country, is but it? it's mostly pop country. It's, oh, I guess, yeah. Yeah, it's just like a Florida Georgia Line love mm-hmm. song one after another. This is, you know, this is classic country. You know? Yeah, that, no, that's why I love it, man. It's yeah. like, it's the, uh, what's, I don't know, I, I call it bar country. Mm-hmm. Like stuff you go down to 20 Main and throw on, like. Oh, yeah, definitely. Something you can dance to. Oh, yeah. Shake your groove thing. So what's that like? What's the, what's well, the life of a. So, I mean, it's interesting, man. I, I, uh. Well, I was sitting down during the interview. I, I worked a couple times, you know, got, came in there, met Ish. Uh, he, he, you know, he's walking by one day, he looks at me, he goes, you know, you're going to be on the radio too, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah? He's like, yeah, if you want. I was like, I would love to. You know, I've been told this is what I'm supposed to do. Let me see how it works. 
So, uh, so he's been teaching me, you know, how it works. He, he decided to do a show with me, you know, so we have a morning show in quotes because it doesn't start till 10 a.m. and it's done at noon. Uh, we're always giving away stuff. We gave away 10K last month in December, the day after my birthday. Mm-hmm. So somebody got $10,000, man, which we were able to make happen. And just, uh, it's only been around for two, two and a half, three months. Wow. WPLA, it feels like longer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because how many people are having fun with it now. But, uh, yeah, he told me he wants me on the air. He's doing a show with me. Uh, we're constantly trying to grow it in the other stations. And it's a lot of fun. It's interesting. It's a fun job. With I work with good people. A&J, you know, they're really good people. So uh, it, it makes it a, a fun job. It's a lot of stress, you know, because got to get, get somebody to advertise with you. I mean, we're getting our name out there. We we just got to a thousand followers on Facebook. Nice. I'm waiting for it to catch up to my personal Facebook. Yeah, it's got a ways to go. Because um, my I'm getting friend requests like seven a day now. Do you have a personality page or is it your personal? That's page? my personal page, dude. You should make a business page, man. Yeah, yeah. I thought about it, but I mean, you know, it's good. Well, you can advertise on it, and you can invite all your current friends to your right. Yeah. I've, you know, like, for right now it feels like I'm trying to sell stuff to my friends. You know that feeling? Mm-hmm. Like, because everybody started doing that, selling stuff to their friends. The last venture I had where I was trying to sell things to my friends was an app, a free app. All you had to do was download and play. Maybe watch a video to get an extra, you know, no, that's it. Just something like that. And it was a cool sports game. It was a sports app called Firefan that you, you guess what's about to happen during the next quarter, during the next set of downs. Uh, it was mostly football, but you're guessing, and it's on a point system, and you can redeem for prizes. Free to play, dude. It was so crazy. So I, I was trying to sell this app, and, and when I say sell, give it away. And all they had to do was download and play it. But this was at the time where everyone was, you know, trying to sell their their products. You know, it was it was crazy. Everybody's coming out of the woodwork. You haven't talked to in years. Hey, buy this. Join this. Sign up with me for this. And when I got into the radio thing, when I was trying to tell them, hey, we're giving away 10K, <laughs> I had to write up there, uh, you know, this is not a pyramid scheme. I work for a radio station, like you motherfuckers told me to do since <laughs> since you met me, getting the radio. So that's what I did, you know. Um, and that's that's just basically how it happened. Where'd you go? Nowhere. I'm, I'm back now. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have to edit that part out. Just the end of it. Said something bad? No, 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 no. I just kind of rambled on looking for you. I know. It happens to the best of us. Um, But, yeah, so what what I was saying was the 10K thing, when when we were giving away the 10K, uh, it felt like I was trying to sell people the radio station just because all these other people were trying to sell their stuff and come out of the woodwork. So when I'm like this, I'm like, it's not a pyramid scheme. Just download it. Or just check out the radio station. Go on WPLA on Facebook. By the way, we have a Facebook page. It's WPLA. It's very easy. <laughs> We're always doing that instead of taking calls all the time. Interact with us through that. It's easy. We're always watching it. But, uh, but yeah, man, it was crazy how hard it was to sell this station. Everybody's like, I love the music. They're like, we needed rock here. We needed this genre here. We missed it. Yeah. You know, so it's like, well, now it's here. Let's try to make it better. We're yeah. Constantly get better. We're, we're refining the music constantly. You know, I appreciate everybody's patience while we do it. 
I mean, there's going to be songs you rather not hear on the station, but somebody wants to hear it, and it's only going to take a second, and then it's going to go right back to the harder rock. But how does that work? Do you have to like buy rights to songs? That's all. That's all ish. I'm still learning the radio industry. Yeah. So uh, I mean, that would be a question for him if you ever have him on one day. But uh, he, you know, he handles all of that. I just know we can we can. We got a we got a nice library. So you have a library that you can choose from, and you yeah. can, you could do whatever, yeah, play I mean, whatever. It's it's you know they they put a lot of work into it. There's a like, there's probably an algorithm or something. Yeah, there's an algorithm. You got to put different orders in. You know, you got to really make it work. Uh, I haven't been a part of that part of the industry yet, but that's going to be one of my next steps is to learn that because whenever I work a job, I want to know as many. Aspects. Yeah, as many facets yeah, of it. Give as me possible. as many much knowledge as I can. Who knows? We could be listening to. Bullfrog Radio oh, one day yeah, or something baby. like that. Bullfrog in the morning. So what's your morning show like? like uh, dude, it's, it's like, like we're, we're just working on it. We're, we we have a lot of stupid news, you know what I mean? We have we, we were trying to figure out uh, today, uh, we were talking about Nike shoes, mm-hmm. how uh, they have ones that you can, <laughs> you can tie your shoes with an app now. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. What so does it look like? It, uh, you can uh, check it out. I shared it on the, on the WPLA page. But uh, it's got little lights on it. They look like decent-looking shoes. Like, I would wear them. But uh, we were asking questions, you know, what, what do you think of them, you know? And people had to answer, and whoever the funniest was won tickets to Pink Talking Fish. Nice. Yeah, and somebody was like, uh, <laughs> I like it. But it, it opens up so many possibilities with the future of BDSM. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so how, how so? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, there's an app for just stringing up people. Another guy... Uh, was was also hilarious, and he almost won. He was, he said, uh, uh, it was Klaus, actually. He said, I would love to hack my friend's shoes and just untie them or tie them together. When do you think the first person's going to die by, by I don't a know. shoe choking them out? Apparently, uh, they're, they're wearing some of these shoes at, on a basketball game tonight. I'm not sure which basketball game, but somebody's wearing them. They're going to cost $350. <sighs> yeah. Being that lazy, you don't want to bend over. I mean... Yeah. So, somebody made a good point where it'd be good for people that can't bend over. Yeah. You know? That, that's probably what... I, I bet you that's where it was developed, and then Nike was like, yep. They should probably stick with that. I mean, my, my buddy was like, you'd save... <laughs> for not having to tie your shoes, you save 40 days of your life. He did the math. I never tie my shoes. Yeah. I always do the tuck on tuck See, under. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I gotta take them off to go into people's houses, especially in this weather. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Wow. But uh, but there's also Velcro, so you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you care that much, just fucking Velcro them shits up, and you're going to save, like, a good 40 more years on top of your, 40 more days, excuse me. So you guys do news stories in the morning? like do you, Stupid do you, news. Just, stupid is, it li- is the segment called Stupid News? Uh, no, uh, like, we do something, uh, we're just starting something now, because this is brand new. It's only been on three days at this time slot, so... We do something called uh, Bullfrog's Bullshit Story of the Day. You know what I mean? Uh, We do What's what's in the Microwave. Huh? What's the Bullshit Story of the Day? Uh, It's it's almost like a grind. You know what really grinds my gears type thing? I just say whatever I think is bullshit at that moment is bullshit. Uh, The the first one I did was uh, Red Dead Redemption. Okay? Are you familiar? I know of it, but I never played it. Okay. Well, there is a a group in it, the, the the uh, excuse me. The antagonist in a uh, corporation is the Pinkerton uh, Agency. The Pinkertons have been an actual agency since 1850 in real life, and they're on this game. And uh, the agency actually has a problem with Rockstar because of it. 
But, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, that was some bullshit. Uh, they were trying to shut it down and cease and desist Rockstar. And Red Dead Redemption 2 is one of the biggest games that's come out. It's like the gi- biggest game, yeah, by far the biggest game out right now, right? Yeah, I believe so. I don't know the stats 100%, but it's damn good enough to beat. But, uh, but yeah, uh, my other uh, bullshit story was <laughs> how they, the what was it, the... Uh, I can't remember the name of the team that won that NCAA basketball. You don't know? What's your, to... what's your current bullshit story? That, well, that's the one I was talking about. Uh, that's where uh, they they just won this this uh, championship. Oh, when they went to Trump. They went to the White House. It's Clemson. Yeah, Clemson. That's what I was talking about. See, you do know. Did you just fall asleep for a second? What's wrong? No, I didn't know. I had to put the two together. What's wrong with Getting some good old fast food paid by for okay that that's actually Trump's diet which is funny like I watched... do you think that's do you think that's true or do you think he is trying to appeal to the working man and saying Dude, did you, I'm like did one you of you videos of his diet like I've people... seen him eating KFC I've seen him eating at fast food oh yeah I think he eats like shit he looks like he eats like shit <laughs> I don't think you could be that old with that much energy and like. Only consume well, fast shows food. He's got any energy. He's usually just standing still or walking. Oh, he's like a crackhead, man. All the all the touring and stuff. Like yeah. that took a toll on Hillary Clinton. He didn't seem to. I'm sure his. He probably got some good diet pills that just keep mm-hmm. keep him happy. Yeah. Well, I mean, they win a champion. They get invited to go to the White House. They're wearing suits and they're getting fucking Big Macs and Whoppers <laughs> and and I like what he did. He he posted or tweeted. Uh, you know, he was like. Uh, just bought a bunch of hamburgers and and pizza yeah. and and Burger King actually snapped back at him. He's like, due to a large sale, we're all out of hamburgers. Yeah, but we had plenty of hamburgers. I thought that was funny. Uh, I don't know. Do you know uh, Michael uh, Shahan? Say the Shahan? Michael Shahan. I don't know. Who was it? Uh, he's the guy that's on. Uh, he's used to play for the Giants. Mm-hmm. Right. Strahan. Strahan. Why the fuck can I talk right? I used to live with Michael Strahan. I believe that. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> really? Why do I believe that? I do believe it. Why can't I say his name right right now? It's getting late. It's the bourbon. But he said, yeah, probably the bourbon. But he said uh, he invited them to Good Morning America to get lobster and caviar. <laughs> Ain't that messed up? I so, think. It's all some bullshit. I think Trump does stuff like that on purpose. I oh, I guarantee he, that. I think he's a lot smarter than people give him credit for. Like, I think there's. A lot of like ulterior motives, and he's like, "Well, if I do this, people will think, think well, that type of thing." All I know is the sh- he, he blamed it on the shutdown. It's a ploy to, to you know get at the shutdown, but the shutdown's about to fuck up a lot of people, in my opinion. Like, there's gonna be a lot of people without food, a lot of people with like getting sick because nobody's checking the food. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it, it's gonna get ugly. I don't think people are gonna just let their standards go to shit because people aren't checking it. Like, you would still a corporation's job is to make money. Right, you're gonna lose money if. It'd yeah. be even worse because before the government would catch you, now it would just get online and it would probably grow grow even quicker than like if if everybody was puking after they ate McDonald's. Like I think that would hurt True. their business way more than the current government inspectors. But you got you got, you know, kale out there killing people or whatever it was. I've uh, never heard of a burger killing nobody. It's fucking kale, cauliflower. Yeah, it's always vegetables. Yeah, they're trying Stay to Stay away keep... from vegetables. Yeah, it's yeah, true. That's a good idea. They're bad for you, man. Nah, oh, I had, romaine I had like, lettuce. It was romaine yeah. lettuce that was messing people up, and uh, you know. But now nobody's checking. You know, no, they're not checking that stuff like they they could be if they were at work. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have a 
a family member or not a family member uh, in law yeah family member who who just went without their paycheck like see that's what I'm saying dude I mean like it's gonna like and it's not gonna change neither side's gonna budge somebody's gonna have to budge who do you think's gonna budge uh, you know <laughs> who gives a shit at this point I mean I think the wall's a dumbass idea there's so much more you can spend the money on I mean. You know, there's. I, I don't disagree with you know coming in legally and doing it the right way. There's so many different things I agree with, but there's different ways about it, mm-hmm. and I think that's a waste of money. It really is a waste of money, and you're hurting a lot of people right now trying to make a point, Mister Businessman. You know, I, I don't appreciate the tactics at all. But his followers are ready to go. They're like, yeah, this is what we want. This is it. Yeah, come on. I feel you're coming from. I don't know. I think. There's. I, I didn't want I w- to talk about politics. You see what this? You see what you made me do? It's all good, man. It's this is this is life. This is people's life. Like, mm-hmm. I think that the, I think immigrate. It should be a lot easier to get over here, and I think they should give people pathways that are a lot quicker and less expensive. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think you should have to, not exactly prove your worth, but make sure you're bringing something when you come over here. Sure. Like, you're going to bring a trade or a skill, or you already have a job lined up. Yeah, and, or be ready to learn something. You know what I mean? To to contribute. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. I agree with all that. Yeah. But I mean, it, it definitely has got to happen. Like this, this is a country for everyone. That's what we were founded on. Yeah, man. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, I think a lot of immigrants are going to work a lot harder than the people who were born here. Everybody and, knows that. Yeah. It's a true story. Yeah. I mean, like, like everybody's been going outsourcing to different companies, to, to different countries, to get their stuff built because it's cheaper. You know what I mean. I mean, the quality is not necessarily better, but we pay for... Well, we do the research and development, and then right. we have somebody build it up. I mean, they're... Those countries, man, like the Asian countries, yeah. and they are they are smart, man. They're on their way up. I mean, they're... We're in debt. Like, apparently, we went, like, $2 trillion more dollars in debt. The debt, the national... Even just money in general seems so fake to me, man. It's just, it is. The American dollar is based on other countries thinking we're going to continue basically and keep the flourish, and it's just a... The whole world is like an IOU now. It's like... <laughs> Who we got to pay? You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to happen. I don't know. This is probably wrong, but supposedly, like, per person, it's, like, close to a million dollars or something. The total national debt per person in the U.S. Oh, yeah, so we all owe one million dollars. Total... What do you think it is? I don't know, brother. It, it sounds about right. Per person. Could be more than that. And you... I like uh, it. You're yeah. Googling it while you talk it. Yeah. You, you say it out loud. U.S. type speaker. National per person. According to October 4th, 2017. Come on. $90,000 each. So I was about 10 times off. You were actually way off. <laughs> uh, yeah. But still, I mean. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of people could pay that with no problem. I am not one of them. Not a lot. Probably. Less than, we only include adults, 18 to 20, 18 and up, yeah. less than 1%. I bet you it has 100K liquid, like good to go. Well, to survive, you probably want at least, um, you know, to make 120K that year. I could live off of 30K in a year. I've been, I've done it before. Yeah. You know what I mean? You pay that off, live live 30K that year, and then you're good to go. You're, you're good, good to go. You paid your debt to the yeah. country. Yeah, it's fine. You know, I can't do that. <laughs> but yeah, debt. I don't know. Debt in general is crazy, especially when it's like country, 
Like, there's still people who are paying for stuff from wars from so oh, long yeah. ago and stuff like that. It's College all... loans are the worst. Yeah. College loans are the worst. I got lucky at Plattsburgh. Plattsburgh was pretty cheap. And... I would have loved to come up here for college. They thought I was smart. They gave me a scholarship. Yeah. But I love Plattsburgh, man. It was it was the only SUNY school at that time with a four-year in entrepreneurial studies. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was great. I had a ton of fun. I think I learned a lot. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Yeah, it beats what I went I went to college for uh, technical project management and computer networking systems to, uh, at ITT Tech. So that was What was ITT Tech like, man? It was, I've heard, it was a piece of shit. I've like, heard that it's a, it's a big old scam. It is a big scam, and that's why like it put a lot of people in debt. So that didn't help at all. Look at you. I'm trying to get a lot of ice because... You know, I can't be just drinking straight bourbon. I gotta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll ice you up. Ice me up, man. What? I'm already slurring my words. I'm not even drunk. I don't think you are. Well, that's good. What was ITT like? Was it all online? Was it in person? Uh, no, it was. Uh, they they had the uh, they had the campus. Where was the campus? At Norfolk, Virginia. Ah. Yeah. So was it like? Was it just? idiots instructing you was there just no No, i mean like the the classes went uh, went really fast it was a two-year degree and you're you know you're getting all the prerequisites done um none of the classes were transferable but i mean everything was equal like you get an associate's degree it's your it's legit yeah it's your degree um but you can't transfer any of the classes with anything the uh everybody was like qualified like the the scam was on like the recruiters and everybody you know using bad practices and making promises and yeah. All kinds of crazy shit. But they really got you with the uh, Sally Mae bullshit, you know. But uh, but the classes, by the time you were graduated, most of the stuff you learned in class, especially in the technology field, was obsolete. Mm-hmm. They're already using the next program, and the next thing's already out by the time you're done. So you almost have to be like, oh, well, somebody's got to still teach me, you know. It's, yeah. You've got to have on-the-job training, you know. But I never got into to doing any of that stuff. I just got jobs that paid really well. The so flight just, simulation, you don't think, was part of that? Like, uh, in that field? Or I guess that was old by the time you got there. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, like, I, a lot of the stuff I learned from networking was, was good, especially when it came to wiring up the cabinets, you know, because there, there, was, there was miles of, of wire. We had, like, 150 tons, I think it was. I, I might be exaggerating. But of wire itself, like, cable itself. Like, the whole simulator was full. How big was the simulator? The simulator, you know, um, they're huge. I mean, they're like the cockpit of a plane uh, on top of a hydraulic. So you feel the whole machine move. It's enough to fit like seven people comfortably, depending on, you know, who, how many people you need in there. But, Did you ever get to, like, ride it? Oh, yeah, I flew a couple of them, yeah. <laughs> Was it all? What was, it, it was. How real was it? It's it, the, the graphics are garbage, but the feeling is real as shit. Because, I mean, like, like, you feel like you're moving forward fast. You feel like you're... Like, these things move. Did you ever experience a crash in one? Uh, yes, I didn't crash. The screen just turned red and it just let you down. So. Oh, it wasn't like... Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I took off, you know, just fine, perfect. And then when I went to land, I landed one time, perfect. And then the second time I go to land, <laughs> the instructor throws a plane at me that's starting to take off. And, like, it comes right for the window. I'm, I'm seeing it. I jerk the fucking thing. Right, so everybody in the simulator went to one side, just kind of fell over because uh, we weren't wearing seatbelts. It didn't matter; it wasn't official. And then, and then uh, I went back and corrected myself right before the the runway, and I still landed it. So that makes me happy. They were impressed with that. 
That I think that was just from playing video games my whole life. The next guy that's been doing this a lot longer, you know, he's flown a few of these. Well, he goes to take off, and the whole screen turns red. He's like, what happened? He was like, oh, don't worry about it. Uh, you just pulled up too fast, and the wings flew off. <laughs> so he killed everybody in the plane and the local the locals. So that was funny. But, uh, yeah, I felt like I did a good job. Th- those are, like, just a toy for adults, man. It's a, I would love to have one in my house. And the whole thing, is like, does it fit in, like, a shipping container? Or how big is the... Uh, no, you gotta, like, you take them as part. Uh, you take the uh, simulators apart as much as you can uh, and pack it up you know, enough to where... You know, it could fit on the back of a, a truck, a flatbed. Uh, and then you wrap it in, uh, you wrap up all the pieces, label everything, make sure you know where it's going to go when you have to put it back together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then heat shrink the whole thing, like wrap heat shrinking stuff around it more than once, you know. Try not to catch the thing on fire, which has happened. <laughs> um, and, you know, just make sure it gets the, the destination okay. So when you take it back apart, you don't have to work so much on it. But, uh, yeah, dude, it was, it was a cool job. Just the traveling alone with school, you know, meeting people were, was awesome. Yeah, I love, I think traveling, a lot of people don't do it as much anymore. Yeah. And I think it's, it's so important to see, like, you can be in such a bubble if you're, wherever you're from. Like, it doesn't matter if you're from a diverse area or. I've met so many people in Plattsburgh that have never traveled outside of this little, this little place. Here. Yeah. Never. This is where they've always been. And that's that's sad for me, you know. Get out there, go, go look around. What's your favorite? What's your favorite place you travel to in the U.S.? Oh man, um, that's a good question. I would say Miami would have been had it not been like ninety-five degrees with one hundred and fifty percent humidity. Cause yeah, that was sweaty just stepping out. I mean, that was pretty decent. Phoenix was was one hundred and fifteen degrees, but no humidity. But it was still pretty hot. Uh, California is probably one of my favorites, you know, it was just nice over there. You think New York will follow suit with California and legalize marijuana? I, I think they're, uh, Como, the, the guy that, you know, not everybody's fond of him. I don't see a lot of good things about him. Um, he's, he's talking about legalizing. He had a whole 90, a hundred day plan or something like that. I think it's going to happen. I think, you know, everybody's backing it up. Why wouldn't you? It's a... It's a hell of a thing, hell of a hell of a drug. Yeah, I mean, you take, I don't even like calling it a drug, but whatever. yeah, every, there's so many things that it's a hell of a plant for sure. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like from a purely fiscal perspective, there's there's so much money that's going to be made <laughs> off of it. Like, yeah, that's going to help a lot. You know, with like people are going to spend money on that. It, all the money that we're spending with, you know, our, you're putting our, people in jail for it. We're going to be yeah, making making money on exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. So I think it's going to be good. You know, all the all the places that have done it so far, Colorado, the ones that started it up, I mean, they seem to be doing all right, you know, as long as we don't fuck it up and do something stupid. Yeah, I mean, you know? opioid, I believe opioid deaths are down, uh, deaths on the highway are down, and yeah. McDonald's sales are up, like it seems <laughs> yeah. like. Yay, good for McDonald's. Yeah, I think. But they're up because of the White House party, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, whoever wins the Super Bowl is going to get really treated nicely over there. I, bet. I can't wait to see that. They might even buy him Chick Fil A. Oh, he dude. might ball out. No, because it's Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah, but they'll be yeah, they'll be at the Super Bowl Sunday. They should be there by Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, so it should be fine. You're right. How was a failure or apparent failure set you up for later success? 
Like, what's your what's your favorite failure or something that you learned the most from? Mm. Man, I, I'll let you know when I finally do get success. Like, there's been uh, a failure in everything I've done. <laughs> a little bit here and there. You know what I mean? Like, I've been failing, but I've always been growing from each failure. You know, I, I think we constantly fail. We, we do, and everything we do, we, it just never stops. You're going to keep failing, but you're going to keep learning, not making the same mistakes, and just growing from it, you know? Even though I've had so many things happen, you know, and, and some of them were self-inflicted. A lot of them weren't, but so many things happen negative in my life, and, and I just keep trying to build myself up and build everybody else up around me, because, I mean, otherwise I'd be crazy, man. I, I must have some kind of PTSD from from just dealing with everything you know blocking out certain memories of losing everything as much as i talk about it it's just words like i'm not letting myself feel it you know so there's a whole bunch of different uh failures in my life there's nothing i can really specifically point out you know what did you do to sort of get out from that bottom or feel feel better after a failure like yeah well that's a tough question because i'm still not out of it you know what i mean I'm, i'm recently coming out of like a huge huge depression like crippling where people would never see it on my face they couldn't tell you know but that's if i let myself be seen you know i sat in my room by myself probably playing video games and just chilling for a good three four years you know just just letting it whatever happened happen just don't care and it, it it was rough it was it was tough a lot of people are dealing with that you know i'm like everything's going in a good direction right now I'm trying to pick myself up and pick everybody else up around me and and get my get out of the funk that I've been in, you know. It's not easy to do this type of seasonal weather, you know, cuz this season fucking it can eat you up if you have any kind of depression. This is a horrible season for that. But I'm hoping, you know, once it starts getting warm, you know, once I have the ability to uh, help a lot of local people, local artists, local businesses grow uh and get to see some fruit while helping all these people become something and become better and become lucrative, that's going to be awesome. You know, that's my goal. I hope to be able to help everyone that I work with, everyone that, you know, I introduce to people. I want them to do well. Yeah. And that'll make me happy as a bitch. You know, I think that'll take me right out of depression. So help me out by helping yourselves out. (laughs) You know, be better yourselves. Let's work together to make it happen. Right? Yeah, man, I mean, that makes sense. It's like you get a lot of joy when you help people out. When you see yep. when you see someone else accomplish their goals, there's a good chance that it could help you out with your goals. Yeah. Or even just seeing someone do great is always a good thing. Yeah. Like, And if you're successful, good, man. Help somebody else be successful. Uh, you know, don't. Don't don't lose your friends because you're doing better than you know than you used to. There's too much player hating out there, yeah. man. You gotta don't change who you are just because you're successful now. That should you know you'll lose you'll lose more important things than yeah. money. So you know, I just treat people the way I wanted to be treated, and you know even if I do become successful, everybody knows who I am. Is it a, a lot of people know who I am? You know, which it's just easy for people to 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 remember me. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a name like Bullfrog, who you know your voice sounds like Barry White. Apparently, is what I've been told the most. I'm like I'm very white, <laughs> very very white. Man, it's hard not to go off on tangents when you don't have a plan of what you're going to talk about. We got to go off on tangents. I love man. tangents. That's the that's the, the the best part of the show. By the way, this episode is brought to you by No Tax K N O W Tax. 
Also Sip. And Rondak. Is it Rondak? Rondak. Rondak Chair and Furniture. I gotta say that. Yeah, man. I'm trying to support local. Uh, me too, you know. With WPLA, like, all we, we want to build up local companies. You know, that's our main goal. It ain't about the money. Like, we're, our, our prices are, are very, very competitive. You know, like, I don't think you'll find better ones around. For can what, can what you tell the offer. prices on the air? Do you want to? Uh, well, I don't no, know if you pri- want people to reach out. Well, the prices definitely differ based on, you know, what you're looking for. So if you got packages, you know, we got all kinds of different packages to, to give to people. And we, we work with all kinds of different things. If you don't want to do anything long term, I'll be glad to, you know, do something. If you got a special event coming up, let's go ahead and blast it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because when I, when I promote something, I do it well. You know, it it only took, you know, a couple months for everyone to know what WPLA was. And I didn't do it by myself, don't get me wrong. But I had a lot to do with it, you know. Like, you'll see stickers everywhere, keychains everywhere, you know. Yeah. You know, people love the station. And that makes it easy to, to be like, listen to it. So you'll see it everywhere. And, I, you know, promoting other people is something I do on a regular basis. So let me do it for you <laughs> yeah i mean you filled a big niche i don't i don't really remember going through the radio and hearing like what is it all rock is it classic rock is it it's new 90s, age 90s and 2000s a lot of it's a little harder mm-hmm. you know we, we try to make most of it harder you know there's going to be a few softer you know softer songs in there people are like wait a minute you know but it, it's for somebody wants to hear it you yeah know? and it's it's only gonna take a second so bear through it it's not a horrible song it's just not what you were you know you were waiting for something harder, which will come on shortly after that one. You know, we like to play the hard music. I like I like System Over Down. I'm a big System fan. Rage, Zombie. Now, my buddy Jay got me into Zombie, so yeah, you know, I got to see a couple of their shows. Good times, man. So it's fun playing music that you enjoy, and that's what makes the best of it. You know, because I, I like country music, but I don't listen to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I respect it, but I'm not into it. Yeah. But I mean, we also have the Moose, which a lot of people around here love country, and the moose gets out there. A lot of people know who it is. It's been around a lot longer. Yeah. So that's the one I first started with because that was the one most known out. That's the one I was selling to people. But now, I mean, A&J Radio is a radio group. It's like I think the the, the top one right now in the area. Um, and I'll tell you what, we got a demographic. We reach them all. You know what I mean? We have the opportunity to reach whoever you want to reach. Mm-hmm. You know, and if we don't have one of those demographics, we we have friends that do, and we can help you out with the best prices around. I mean, it's really good, and, and it's not just the the commercials. You're not just paying for air. We do a lot of footwork. You know, mm-hmm. we're we're out there. We're talking about your companies to every chance we get, because we want people to know where to go to get what you have. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of fun doing that, man. Building each other up. That's what it's all about. What's your biggest goal when it sort of comes to your your God given talent? For with my voice, uh, that's you know that's the God given talent I can talk about. It's a little PG. You know? <laughs> I don't want to get all dirty. Yeah. You know I gotta save that for the bedroom talk. But uh, but yeah, I would love to be like the voice of something well known, a video game character. You know, a super villain, uh, a Pixar. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> the next Toy Story, something like that. I would love to use my voice for something that can entertain and really bring people in and I, I think i've been told i can do it you know i need to have more confidence in myself you, you should know. set up a fiber account man have a you heard of fiber? Like, i've heard of that so it's fiber is basically just freelance so like 
there's people who they make logos for podcasts. Okay, there's people yeah. who if they're like a stop stop motion animation mm-hmm. and you should definitely set up a, a voiceover account. You know Joseph Gordon Lovett. I know the name. Yeah, he's um he was on uh, Inception. He was on yeah, Red he's Rock a from fam- the Sun. Yeah, famous actor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he has uh, this company. I think it's called On Record or something. Record. I'm gonna have to look it up and I'll show it to you. But uh, it's it's for voice actors. Anybody using their voice. Uh, anybody that can uh, put some artwork in and produce. Like you put your voice up there, and anybody can use the clip for one of their projects, right? And if they sell their project to someone and it makes money you get a portion of the profits anybody can use your stuff and it's really kind of cool man the way he's got it set up yeah he was on the tim ferris show talking about that was he yeah 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 like so i'm I'm thinking about getting into that and seeing what happens but fiverr i I feel like i've heard of it yeah it's it's like just an online marketplace basically and yeah you can you do voiceovers you could do whatever people make videos like i think one of the biggest ones is it's like it's a village out in the middle of nowhere and they'll They'll just hold up your sign with whatever whatever that you wanted to say, and they just, like they get paid good. Like it's not a ton; it's like thirty or fifty bucks, but it's for like a thirty or a, a minute video. Like you can right. charge you could charge whatever you want for something like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I'll look into it for sure. You know, I I have more confidence in myself. That's the hard part, you know, because as many people that like my voice, that I'm not one of them. You know, it's it's the weirdest thing. You know, it's the most talked about thing with me. People are like, I love it, I love it. I'm like, eh. <laughs> it gets old after a while to me. Like, I don't I don't like the way I sound on recording. A lot of people are that way, apparently. It's weird to hear yourself recording. It really I think is. I, I think I sound super stupid when I re-listen to my episodes. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh, man. Do I really sound like that? Yeah. Is that what you hear? Just the voice of a dumbass. Yeah. In my head, my voice isn't... <laughs> I said, yeah, when you said dumbass. <laughs> Sorry about that. I didn't mean it. Uh, the voice in my head isn't as deep as what you would hear i know what you mean yeah you know what i mean it's not as deep in my head so when i hear it i'm like whoa <laughs> we have to actually i have to talk a little uh higher sometimes when we were on the air just so you know it doesn't all the radio waves yeah. can hit it <laughs> yeah so it doesn't mess with the with the frequency yeah man i think i think the best way to gain confidence is getting out there and doing more projects like yeah. there's i'm sure like Man, talk to the, I don't know, talk to SUNY Plattsburgh like this. Yeah. Because they have an audio recording program there. Mm-hmm. Like, get it on Fiverr. You can even post on Craigslist. Like, you should, you could do, like, a recorded Valentine. Right. I mean, we got, we got plenty of studio. You know, we could do our own stuff. Yeah. But working with uh, North Valley Media, those guys are good over there. You know what Yeah, I mean? what, what have they been up to? Damian Batnelli and them. They just uh, moved into a new place where we're probably moving in with them real soon, uh, within the next couple of weeks, so... It's gonna be fun to see what happens with that, with that type of relationship. You know, those guys are doing big things. They're really good at what they do, and uh, it'd be nice to incorporate them with our radio, mm-hmm. uh, our radio awareness uh, presence. I should say. My brain's not working. I'm sorry. It's all good, man. No, don't <laughs> yeah. worry about you. I don't know what's wrong with me today, man. They, I love it. They have like professionals in pretty much every every art sector you can yeah. think of over there. Damon Batnelli, he's he's very. Uh, have you talked to him before? You yeah. Know, yeah, yeah. That's one of the places we uh, met together. That's where we re-met. That's we where re-met. We, re- we rekindled with, it. With uh, Zach. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Damien was there. That's right. But yeah, I mean, he, like he's really talented. He he got some. He made some right decisions. Made some like good calls and did it flawlessly. And it's worked out for him. He's a good dude. So those guys over there have a good eye. Good good 
sense of what they need to be doing. And you just you just did. I don't know if you worked with or just hung out with some people in Garrow. What was that like? Yeah, uh, yeah, Garrow was here. They just did that movie. Uh, the the story. I got to interview the lady that directed it. Uh, I think her name's Tori. Man, I suck at names so bad. So I'm horrible. Her son Joel. Uh, you know the actors Jay Christensen and uh, Mark Valley. They were all there, um, and it was fun interviewing them. Really good people. But she put this together with very little budget almost no budget so mm-hmm. i mean for what for what it was i think it was well done for you know especially for the money that she had to put into it but it told a good story you know a lot of people showed up the whole place was sold out what's the what is like what's it about what is it? uh well Gero is uh about uh a guy that, that around here that actually was a serial killer and this was back in i think the 50s the good old days before internet it was a lot 50s, easier to be a yeah. serial killer i'm hoping my math is right but uh, yeah, but it, yeah, he would kill people. He he did a lot of messed up shit. But he was raised messed up too, you know. Like his raised his upbringing was shit. But it, it, he definitely was a very smart man, you know. And he just ended up just killing people. So the movie was about his uh, trials and and stuff like that. So and the whole story. But uh, yeah, it was decent. It was well 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 received as far as I'm concerned. Um, but the uh, actors and everything treated me real well. They all my friends on Facebook now, which is cool. I feel all special. Uh, Jeff Dye was here recently. Um, did you get to see him? I didn't get to see him. I suck at going to stuff on the weekend, man. Oh, you should have went, man. I just farm hard on the weekends. You farm? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. What do you farm? Mostly hogs. You farm hogs? You didn't know I had a farm at home? I don't know shit about you, man. It's good. We need to hang out. So I got... I raised 10 hogs this year. Mm-hmm. I got about 30 chickens. I got 25 ducks. Well, I had I had a lot more ducks. What, I are, you, just, what are you doing with this, these I, animals? I are sell you... the pigs by the half or the whole. I sell the duck eggs. I sell the chicken eggs. I sell rabbits. Um, People buy duck eggs? Is that a... Oh, dude. A duck egg tastes like if a chicken only ate butter. What? Duck eggs are so good, man. You're going to have to let me have a couple of those. Once uh, they start laying again, man. Uh, I just had a... We, we, got, we got a new some new ducks and we had a weasel who was terrorizing the farm mm-hmm. and he was actually living inside the walls of the barn because the barn was uh it's an old barn that was on the property not even a barn it's like a hut basically when we got it it has two by four walls with plywood in between mm-hmm. and he literally like chewed or she actually she chewed pathways throughout the barn and was eating a duck like every other night wow and we set out live traps and everything and and just yesterday i i shot her right in the head with a 410 yesterday yeah you finally got it bastard. dude you have no idea like we had you just saved so many duck lives we started with 30 and we only had six holy shit she showed up on thanksgiving and i saw her the first day i literally got a video of her because dude it's it's called a ermine it's like a little uh they call it a short tail weasel too yeah not much bigger than a hot dog, probably like a, a foot-long hot dog with legs and a little cat face and a little cute pink nose. I was like, oh, this is Cold-blooded like killer. Cold-blooded killer. And Holy it would just shit. suck the blood from its victims and break their neck and then wouldn't really munch on them too much. Man. Some of them, it, it took the head off. So, What kind of ducks were they? Khaki Campbell. It's yeah. uh, I also have Peckin and Muscovies. Man, I've never heard of any of those. Peckin is like what you think of, like a like a lot of uh, Asian restaurants serve Peckin. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Khaki Campbell's lay a ton of eggs, and uh, Muscovy's. We haven't butchered one yet because we only have one breeding pair, so we're trying to get more. 
but supposedly they taste like beef. Like it's supposed to be. What? Yeah, it's supposed to be like the best duck meat. Okay. Ducks, duck. Have you ever had duck besides like no, fried? I oh, no. dude, duck is so good. Dude, well, you're gonna have to turn me on to some of this stuff. No, show, I love it. We'll have a little party. On. I want to have like an open house this spring or something like that at the farm. That sounds great. Because it finally, it's finally starting to look good. Like we got nice buildings up. We're starting to go gr- grow grass, and it's starting. It's really grass, starting, huh? Yeah, man. We used to have, just like have the s- grass, grass. No, <laughs> not the not the good grass. <laughs> like what... like clover grass. We used to just have stumps all over, and it was like. It used, it used to have wet spots all over, and the guy who owned it before, she had a bunch of logging done. It was, like, deep tracks throughout and stuff, full of trash, full of garbage. Wow. And we're finally starting to feel, like, make it. Looking good. Yeah. All right. So the house the house you grew up in, that was, you were alive when that was being built? Uh, no, it was already built, but what we did was we added on. to We added a second floor. We added uh, a whole back part of the house, which doubled the doubled the. Uh, Top and doubled out back. Yeah, so, I mean it was a it was a nice house. It was close to a four hundred thousand dollar house. Wow. So yeah, I mean it had all kinds of good shit, and I helped build all that stuff. Like we didn't hire companies that we had friends come from Pennsylvania, and we'd all work together to build this thing. So I mean we put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into it. So <coughs> it was very hard to lose all that, you know, and everything that you knew. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's what you know. I think it fucked me up a little bit. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. But, it, you know, I think it helps helps keep me grounded. It's a good thing. What do you think the best or most worthwhile investment that you've ever made is? Um, investment. Well, I would say just when it comes to investing in people, you know, because money investment, I haven't made any good decisions. You know, <laughs> it's like I have nothing to show for it right now. But the the people that I've let get close to me after learning who the fuck to push out, who who's just toxic to your life and you know what I mean, mm-hmm. that that type of thing. I guess I got really good people that are close to me now. You know, my my best friend Jay, uh, my other best friend Brian, Ish and Jess. You know what I mean? Just good people. Um, yeah, I was raised by good people. Got good brother and sister. So I mean, just having all that and just trying to make that grow and. And make the people around me kind of weed out the the shit that's never going to get better. You yeah. know, there's a lot of people out there just to, ready to bring you down. And they might be going through tough patches in their life, but I'm trying to come up. <laughs> You're not going to take me down. I, I just came from there. Yeah, All man, right? you got to be you got to be in it for number one. It right. sucks to drop somebody who's bringing you down, but sometimes you gotta. Yeah, I mean, you can you can lead the by closest, example. The you closest can... people to you, family. Yeah. Sometimes you got to let them go because you're not going to grow. They're just gonna, they're they're taking all your water. Yeah, no, getting rid of toxic people like you're. A lot of people say you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Right. So it's important to spend time with people who, especially five people. Yeah. At least and, have five people. Yeah. <laughs> well, just having people you look up to. Like, have you have you had like a mentor or anything like that that's helped you along the way? Um. Well, definitely, like, especially when it comes to radio, uh, ish. You know, he's he's been all over. You know, he's opened up a bunch of different radio stations. He's still got radio stations he runs and works on and engineers. Um, he's He's been a good impact in this world. Um, another good impact in the radio world is uh, Jameis Givato. Are you familiar with that, the guy? You ever heard of uh, Jamie and Chantel show on 95 X? No, what's that? It, was a, it used to be a show. You're not familiar with it at all, huh? No idea. Ah, well, Jamie and Chantel was a good show. Like, it was a talk show for 95 X. Have you heard of 95 X? Where's it based out of? 
Man, you're fucking with me, right? No. Okay, well, I'm going to let you Google it. <laughs> that, <laughs> was it based out of New York? It's still here. It's like, yeah, Google it. 95 triple X. 95 triple X. Is it based out of Plattsburgh? It's 95, yeah. It's not Plattsburgh, no. But 95 triple X. It's, it's, a, it's a bigger station than ours, owned by a bigger corporation than ours. Based we're, out of Colchester, Vermont. Yeah, we're locals. But, yeah, I'm surprised you never heard of 95 Triple H. It plays all the dance club music and all that stuff people enjoy dancing to. You know? I, I know this isn't the best as tell, tell a radio host, but I almost exclusively listen to podcasts in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and that's that's okay. Listen to what you want, man. I, you know, if you ever get a chance, listen between 10 and noon. Uh, yeah, no. One. Can you listen, like, if you're not on the radio, how, you, can you, you listen to, to uh, the office? Uh, we're working on getting an app set up. Uh, if you're listening in your office, uh, you can go to plattsburghrocks.com. And you can stream it live from there. PlattsburghRocks.com. <laughs> live stream it there. You can listen to the Ish and Bullfrog Morning Show from 10 to noon. It's a good one. Is that seven days a week or five days? Five. Five, five? days a week, yeah. Currently. Give me a Saturday morning show, too. Yeah, well, that's something we might be talking See, about. See, that's funny. The only time I listen to the radio is when I'm outside, I have the truck just blaring 97.9. Mm-hmm. So that if you get a Saturday morning show, man, I'll be listening to that. My whole, my whole block will hear it. Honestly, I turn it up way too loud. Well, that sorry, means I'll have to go on the moose on Saturdays. Is what you're saying, right? I'll I'll throw on 107. Well, I'll listen to a little rock. All right. I mean, I you know I'll go on the moose, but you know, yeah, I won't know go any the of the moose. songs. I I don't know. You could have a good moose, the moose throwback air oh, hour. The moose, the moose. We're gonna grow too. We're gonna fix that up and make it work. You know, my like I'm only working on one at a time. And since PLA is something that I really enjoy and, and want to see because the momentum is going really well, the moose is what it is. It's got a good following. Mm-hmm. Good following. It reaches almost 9,000 people a week, you know, which is great. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, for, for me, my standards, is probably, I don't know how good it is, you know, yeah. radio in general, but it's a lot of people. And, like, if we put as much love and appreciation as, as I did for when PLA started, I think we can grow that as well. Um, just make it a more household name in country changing gears a little what do you think about like cbd oil and hemp oil and that sort of that's changing gears a lot yeah i know <laughs> changing gears a little this this whole this whole podcast has been all over and i love the randomness of it i gotta yeah. be honest with you i'm chaotic um cbd oil i think is great i, I have a, a friend now like a, he's a client but he became a friend good dude uh, he owns 802 hemp oils um and i've tried a lot of their stuff they're in the mall currently um Chesapeake, no, I almost said Chesapeake Square. Wow. Uh, Champlain Valley Mall um, is where they're located now, and they got a place in uh, University Mall, I think, in Burlington. But, uh, yeah, really good quality CBD. I mean, they got, like, the buds that look like marijuana buds. Yeah, I've buds. seen that. They're not, you know, they're just CBD. Uh, they got the gummies. They got the creams. They got all kinds of good stuff that you can use. And I think CBD helps a lot, you know, like, there's so many scientific facts out there. People with all kinds of stuff, PTSD. You mean like I, uh, arthritis, uh, stomach problems. You know, you name it, and, and this has helped a lot of different people. For those who don't know, what what exactly is CBD? Uh, it's it's like a cannabis oil, a cannab- cannabinoid. Yeah. Yeah. It's a you know it's just a part of a marijuana hemp plant um, without the THC in it, so it's non psychoactive. So it doesn't mess with your mind. It just gives you the rest of the body effects, the uh, positive effects. You know, I'm not a pro when it comes to this stuff, but I'm just learning uh, the, the good stuff because I always feel good. You know, some of the stuff's for energy. Some of it's for just 
muscle relaxing. Yeah. Pain. Because you can you even know. get muscle rubs and stuff like that, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, they got creams you can put on. And it's 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 really good. I I like THC though. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a big fan of THC. It's um, gonna be here soon, man. It's gonna be legal in New York. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I'm hoping for, man. It needs to be legal everywhere. You know, I, I I'd rather see a lot of high people on my street than drunk people everywhere. Yeah. You know? My one of my family members, he had tinnitus, which is basically a ringing in your ear, mm-hmm. and he's been taking CBD since not even the first of the month, and it's drastically reduced the ring that he hears in his ear. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did you watch those videos of like kids and dogs having seizures? <laughs> yeah. And like they just rub a little on their on their feet or and they're they're better. Yeah, they're fine after. That's amazing. I was yeah. going up when when they came up. We were going to visit a head shop because we wanted to get them CBD. And I was, I always try and think of like business ideas. And I was like, oh man, like, you know, CBD is relax. I'm like, boom, CBD bath bombs or like shampoo. Mm-hmm. Go to the head shop, CBD bath bombs. They're already like, there, yeah. 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 Uh, my buddy that, that owns 802, he was, he had an idea for a commercial where he's got like a big, he wanted me to do it. Like just be in a bathtub, you know, with a beard and everything, talking about mm, CBD oil. I've never felt better. So, I, mean, I don't want to be in a bathtub on, you know. You should um bubble bubble bath, bathtub, either red wine or champagne, uh-huh. and you put on a record and just be like, mm, baby, CBD helps me relax. <laughs> yeah, mm, baby. <laughs> Nothing more relaxing than a CBD bath bomb. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll, I'll let them know if they want to advertise on me too. Yeah, dude, we might get you up there. Yeah, seriously, I might be able to make it happen, brother. You down? Of course, man. Oh yeah, I'll talk to him for you. You gotta, you I'll gotta talk. be a yes, man. When something, yeah, when an opportunity yeah, I mean, comes along that that you think can either you're gonna learn something, yeah, or you're gonna better yourself, or mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a it's a big part of the sort of seizing the day. Like you gotta go for yeah. it. You gotta Carpe not be scared. These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though man grab it by the nuts you gotta you're never gonna grow if you just stay in your comfort zone and sort true. of true I mean but, you know I've I've always been and I hate to say it you know because I, I try to preach otherwise but I've always been the type of person that when somebody says something about me growing up especially I've let it affect me in my entire life you know what I mean like one thing was said you know it ripple affected my whole life you know what I mean so I'm trying not to be so self-conscious because of one person's opinion of me. But, I mean, you'd be surprised what that damage that does when you criticize someone. It messes them up. You change lives just by a couple words. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, words words can stick. I try and I try and not really give a shit when anybody thinks about me. Right. And I my sister helped me a lot with that when I was younger because she used to make me do embarrassing stuff, basically. Which is good, yeah. It taught me, like, me and my buddies used to go to the mall and like fall on the floor and act like we were dead mm-hmm. in front of old people and they'd go and like they'd shake you and we wouldn't move yeah. and we'd, we'd let it go for like 30 seconds and then get up and be like get the fuck out of here and like <laughs> but just just doing stupid stuff like that like it was it was uncomfortable the first time you did it right but then it's fun like yeah, i think it's easier like i used to do talent shows I used to do um I used to do talent shows by myself and sing in sync tearing out my heart mm-hmm. and like stuff like that like getting not being afraid to be in front of a crowd not being afraid to do something that might be a little bit embarrassing yeah yeah it's it's crazy how much it will help you grow no I believe that and you know it, it's not even I would call it uh, too much of a fear because I, I definitely put myself out there but there's certain things that you know I just 
I've let get in my head. You know what I mean? And I, I got to get out of my own head. We all have to. It's not, you know, it's easy, but it's not as easy as you would think, you know. But once you get that through your head that, you know, this isn't going to bother me anymore. I'm not going to allow this this thought that's been eating me alive for decades, you know, that it, we just got to watch what we say. And that's the hardest, the hardest thing for me, you know, always trying not to say the wrong thing. You want to discuss like the root of that? Like what? I have no idea what it is. You don't remember like what the specific point of when someone said something to you that hurt you? Oh, I mean like uh, people would pick about my mouth all the time. I don't know if you are aware, but half my face is paralyzed, right? So like my smile would only work halfway, you know what I mean? It would only go this way. This half is paralyzed. So, uh, you know, they would crack at my smile, so I stopped smiling. You know what I mean? I lost the ability to smile because... Were you... How did that happen? I was uh, I was born that way. There was... You ever heard of forceps? No. Okay, so when you're born uh, and you're not cooperating, <laughs> they'll take the forceps, which is like a claw, of a claw game. Mm-hmm. And they'll put that claw inside your mama and grab you by the head and try to pull you out. Well, they slipped up somehow and uh, paralyzed the whole right side of uh, in my face. You know what I mean? So... My parents never noticed until I was able to smile, but I've had to live with that you know my whole life. And so a lot of people don't notice until I say it because I've made it less noticeable. Mm-hmm. You know, when somebody critiques you, somebody once said, uh, you know, that they'll joke on you for being a bald guy. You know, it's not fun being bald. <laughs> There's nothing yeah. fun about being a bald guy. You want nice hair like the rest of them. Luckily, I have a great shaped head, but not too many people have seen me without a hat on. You know what I mean? Um, so uh, there's a bunch of different things that, that somebody can say to affect you a certain way, but it, it's hard to, it's hard to get past it some, for some people. Yeah. You know, I work on Like, it's funny now that more people are paying attention to me, I care less than when nobody was paying mm-hmm. attention to me. Isn't that weird? No, you think when there's only one eye on you, you think there's, everybody's watching and you realize like everybody's going through their own trials. Yeah, and dude. Like now so many people are paying attention to what I have to say and what I'm doing that I don't even care what I look like anymore. And that's the weirdest thing. It's like, it's actually a comfort. Yeah, well, you you just, you start, the more eyes are on you, the less you care about each eye, and you just start to own, like, I am what I am. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like, that's just me, man. Yeah, yeah. And you, you got to respect yourself, love yourself for who you are, and, and just try to grow, you know, rather than just let it just really put you in a place of sadness. <laughs> Yeah, you can't let it eat away at you, man. I would. You can't let it, but it happens to so many people. A lot of people are struggling with depression and and just sadness and not feeling adequate, you know. But it, it's bullshit. You know what I mean? Don't let make people make you feel like that. Anybody that tries to make somebody feel like that is a piece of shit, mm-hmm. and and they are not a happy person either. Yeah, I feel like know? so many people try to portray what they feel bad about themselves on someone else. If that makes sense? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, if it's like a drowning victim. If, you know, once they start sinking, you know, they're going to try, they're gonna to, bring try to bring you down. You know, they, they're going to use you to keep them up. And that's what I've, I've tried not to do. And I think that's why I secluded myself is so that I didn't bring the other people around me and make it their burden, you know, become their burden because I'm sad. You know, I didn't want to affect, I didn't want my, my emotions to affect other people's emotions and make them sad because I'm sad. Mm-hmm. So I just never let anybody know. So I, I just dealt with it by myself because that's what the man thing is to do or, you know, or that's what you just don't want to hurt other people or don't want them to see your pain or so, so many different reasons behind not 
telling everybody you're the saddest person <laughs> right yeah now. you know but i feel like so many people try and figure out what other people are thinking and like let what they think other people are thinking sort of affect them and oh yeah that happens a lot yeah for me too you know and to be honest with you and i am usually really good at reading a person facial expressions body language what they're saying how they're saying it, all those things voice inflection i can read that very very well so i'm usually right about how i feel someone is feeling right now and i have no problem saying are you all right are you feeling you know what i mean and they probably won't tell me the truth but I, I just know it, you know. Do you think poker, being the dealer, helped you with that? It probably that did. It probably did help a lot. And just just being an emotional type person myself, you know, I'm a sensitive type guy. You know, I have no problem saying it. Very masculine, very sensitive at the same time. I'm a good balance. But but I think it helps just because I know what, I just see things. You know what I mean? I just, I have a good, keen sense of how people are feeling at the moment. And and it's helped me a lot, but it's also hurt me if I'm wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't yeah. be wrong. Don't don't assume. Yeah. But yeah, I've got a good record. Probably at eighty seven percent. That's not bad. No. I feel like every every life experience and like every job or anywhere you work, a lot of people don't think of it as like, Oh, it's gonna help me in my future career, but everything's everything you do is a stepping stone, whether it's yeah. like you learn to hustle, everybody like, Oh, I work on the radio now. What, what could I possibly learn from when I worked in the kitchen? But you learned how to hustle back then. You learned. Oh, like, yeah. You're moving. Yeah, it's got to yeah. get done. Hot, hot, hot situation. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot to radio if you're doing it right. You know what I mean? You got to keep good relationships with people, you know, so that they can get more people to visit them. My, my biggest thing about, about what I want to do with this area is basically use my ability to, to talk to everyone. Mm-hmm. to introduce them to everyone. You know what I mean? You can't just think about yourself. You can't just think about your business. You know, you can't expect people to come to your business if you're not willing to go to theirs and introduce yourself to them, the people that are spending money, the people that have money to spend with you. You're going to have to go out there and introduce yourself. Let you let them know where you are. I'm a good way to do that. I'm a good way, a good person to be like, this is, I think they'll, you guys will benefit from knowing each other, whether it be, uh, on a friendship level, whether it be business-wise, you know, and that's my goal is to, like, build up not only local businesses, but also local music talent and just, you know. Well, the community. Yeah. When you were growing up, did you feel a tighter sense of community than maybe you felt when you moved up here? Oh, yeah. I mean, because, you know, we're, our houses were much closer together than a lot of the places around here. Um, it was big neighborhoods of just people that walked across the street to talk to you. You know, there's not a whole lot of that here. You go to somebody's house, unless they've been living here for years, you know what I mean, and older folks that they've been their neighbor for 30 years, they probably don't know who their neighbor is, the person across the street. You know, I've always been the type of guy that walks over to my neighbor's house, says, how you doing? Let me introduce myself. Bring you something to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff like that. That's what the way I was raised, like a close, close type thing. And there's not a whole lot of that up here. But in order to make this place grow again, it's going to take... It's a combined effort of every single person, you know, to make Plattsburgh, Plattsburgh again. Make Plattsburgh great again. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I didn't want to say that. But I know what you Paja. mean. Paja. I think the, um, I think a sense of community is what a lot of people are missing in like the. We need that here, brother. The faster life gets, the less you're going to feel mm-hmm. that sense of community and hanging. Like this morning, I went up to my neighbor's house and like we hung out and drank coffee before work and stuff. So yeah. it's like. I'm lucky where I live in a super rural area that's mm-hmm. 
a very connected community. Like yeah. everybody has like five or ten acres or whatever, and our houses are pretty far apart. But yeah. like, there's I, so many businesses that are here that people don't even know that are here, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. Like even even me, and now I have to learn these businesses and go, you know, visit them, introduce myself as the guy that wants to to give you an option mm-hmm. on how to get your name out there. How to, you know, if you want to meet somebody that I'm doing business with, I'd be glad to introduce you. If you know, if I think and you think they can be a relationship there that might benefit both of you, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's what needs to happen in order to grow this place, man. In order to bring it back to its heyday or close to it, you know, I like to see a lot more smiling faces where everybody's happy because everybody is doing their part. Mm-hmm. Uh, can it happen? What do you think? Hundred percent. I already see it happening. Yeah. Since I mean, it's definitely partly because I've gotten a lot more involved with the local community and rotary mm-hmm. and with you should you should come check out a rotary meeting i've already been uh invited so that's probably gonna happen nice yeah. yeah i mean it's a good i don't know it's it's a nice it's another way that you feel a sense of community and mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who you can talk with mm-hmm. and just, i don't know i'm i'm a super social guy Me too. my wife is like the opposite like she's super happy hanging out at home she loves being with the yeah. animals and loves working on the farm and Everybody has different stuff that they like. Yeah, and... I used to be super shy, <laughs> you know, but then I had to talk to people. They made me, you know, so it just is what it is. You can't be shy and sound like a, a bullfrog, <laughs> you know what I mean? People want you to talk. They want to find out why your voice is doing this weird thing. No, it's not weird, you know man. I mean? It's your voice. No, I know. It's just weird compared to some people, you know what I mean? Unique. Unique is stop... another word for weird. They're synonyms. No, it's not. Synonyms. Weird is off unique is it's off special man. no unique is special in a good way it's still off no it's weirdly special in a good way <laughs> it works for me and if you like listening to it thank you i appreciate you i'm telling you go like uh search at bullfrog on facebook and go like that business page that he's gonna make tonight oh lord you got to do it, man. I don't know if I'm going to make it tonight, man. You got it. But I will have it. I will work on it before the weekend's up. It might be a weekend project. We'll put it up there. What do you think about in the past few years? Like, what new belief, behavior, or habit has like brought you the most joy and improved your life the most? Um, right now, I'm in the middle of trying something new. Okay, because I haven't been the most organized person. I haven't been the most uh, structured. You know, mm-hmm. and you need that. And I'm learning that more and more, especially with this demanding type job where I have to really put in the effort and not neglect anybody, you know, including myself, and family. So I'm trying to become more scheduled, more structured, you know, using the technology that's right in front of you. You know what I mean? It's amazing. You know, you can easily set your appointments, do what you got to do. I'm doing that more now. So that's a habit I'm trying to form. You know what I mean? I never want to. You know, I never want to assume that I can just do it without this ever again because I've not been able to. Have you been using like Google Drive or what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Google, Google Drive. Calendar. Google Drive is great, you yeah. know, for sharing with everybody, and that definitely helps, you know. Um, but Google Calendar is the shit. Just tell your phone, hey, make an appointment for this day, this time. Mm-hmm. It's perfect, man. It takes, it takes a second, and then your phone reminds you, and then you don't have to do shit. Then you can get some shoes that tie themselves on one of your apps as well. I mean, like, there's a lot of cool shit that, that's out there that we can use to be better. I've been a uh, YouTube guy Googling everything. When somebody wants to, you shouldn't ask a question. You shouldn't not know anything. There's no reason that you don't know something you want to know. If you mm-hmm. ask somebody they don't know, don't go on not knowing. 
Yeah, man. Fucking idiot. You can be the... Everybody's the smartest person ever because yeah. of everything in their pocket. Mm-hmm. You also put out stuff that's not true on it because it's not, not regulated or controlled by yeah, everyone. Yeah, so. just do some research. Yeah, figure out where you're, <laughs> where you're listening to. Right. Don't go out there spreading, spreading rumors because you saw it on the Facebook and Wikipedia. What advice would you give to like a, a smart, driven college or high school student about to enter the real world? Man. Well, hopefully you learned some real, real world stuff. You know what I mean? Like, hopefully you learned how to pay your bills and make appointments and fix fix a flat. And You know what I mean? Learn that stuff because that's going to be important for you. You're going to need that. You're going to save money working on your own cars, working, doing your own stuff. And if you never worked on them before, like I said, YouTube it, Google. See if you can figure it out. Yeah. Work with your hands a little bit. Don't don't lose the 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 real hard work ethic. You know what I mean? Because that's what you need. You're gonna need all that stuff because pretty soon, no one's gonna know how to do it. <laughs> you know. How accomplished did you feel when you f- did a project with your hands? Like you, you... it was nice, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I've done plenty of projects. One of my favorite one was I was in a class and we had to learn how to solder and build motherboards, and we were building this uh, clock. You know and I got to solder and, and learn how to do that, and I did it great the first time I tried it. Mm-hmm. First time. It was great. Like, the clock worked, everything worked. Guys that couldn't do it <laughs> came to me for help. Never did it before. So, I mean, like, you know, I'm pretty good with my hands. You can ask around. It's, it's, <laughs> you see what I did? Yeah. Don't ask around. Um, but, yeah, like, I'm, I'm good with them. You know, I, I didn't know a lot of stuff, but I got jobs where they showed me how to, to mm-hmm. do mechanics and and put things together, take them apart, and make sure I do it right. But just pay attention. Pay attention. Learn from people. Learn from yourself. Learn from your mistakes. I don't know, really know what else to tell you. That's the best advice I have. It's pretty pretty uh, cliche. but No, I mean, I, I love the part about working with your hands and fixing stuff on your car. Like, completing a project where you did it is such a great right. feeling. And Especially if you don't think you can. You yeah, know, if you thought you couldn't fix your own car, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't know anything about any kind of physical labor at all, especially nowadays. You know, it just is what it is. They haven't had to have that yet. When you were younger, you had to have a job. Mm-hmm. Your job was to go go cut a lawn or clean some gutters or something. Now you can be a kid and have a Facebook page or a YouTube channel and <laughs> make money. And you know, a lot of people like to do things that way, which I don't blame them. Don't get me wrong, but not everybody's going to have a chance to do that. Always have a backup plan. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that, and I never did, and stuff kept working out for me. But Also believe in God. <laughs> Give all glory. That's, that's what I would suggest. <laughs> what are some bad recommendations you hear in your profession or area of expertise? Um, hmm. Some bad recommendations. Uh, played Nickelback. <laughs> that happens a lot. Well, I need more Nickelback. <laughs> that's a bad recommendation don't do that have you changed your mind on any like major ideas in the last few years like sort of had like epiphanies or <clears throat> stuff that <clears throat> excuse me I need to quit smoking uh, uh, epiphany I would like to do to change <laughs> would be to quit smoking my other goal is also to uh, get more fit you know what I mean but when it comes to epiphanies that have been just repeat the question <laughs> What have you changed your mind about in the last changed few years? Hmm. I don't know how to answer that, brother. No worries, I man. really don't. Uh, I'm going to, you know, I, I, I think 
in the last few years, I'm, I let a lot less people take advantage of my kindness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I've been so kind, so, so loving and so nice, which I still am, but I won't let people take advantage of me as much as they have where, where I could lose everything. You know, I'll give them a little bit of a leash to, you know, to choke themselves with, but that's about it. You know, I'm not going to lose a lot by giving you my all if you fuck me over. Oh, that makes sense. <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah, that's about it. Hey, man, anything else you want to hit before we wrap it up? That's it, man. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate you listening if you're still with us. Uh, You'll keep, still be with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I hear you, man. I want you to keep listening to Matt Craig show. The Craig show. Craig cast. The Craig cast. I'm going to listen to it so I don't fuck up the name anymore. <laughs> so give us again, how do we get in touch with you for business purposes? Uh, you can go to bullfrog at plattsburgrocks.com on uh, on the email. That's my email. You can go to uh, jeremiah at themoose.fm if you want to email me there too. You can always call us at the station between 10 and noon at 518-324-1071. If you ever want to get a hold of our business, it's 518-324-1070. Talk to Kathy. She's like the best lady ever. Um, but, yeah, just listen, support, uh, help me support you, introduce yourself to me, and I'll be glad to introduce you to everybody else. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Craigcast, and I will see you next week. Yeah.